Thanks for listening to the Home Fix Show podcast brought to you by Heating Equipment Company. All makes and models of residential and commercial furnaces and air conditioners can be serviced or installed by Heating Equipment Company, a Lennox premier dealer. 208-459-2212. This is a podcast of the Home Fix Show with Joe Prince. Good morning to you and welcome to the Home Fix Show. Thanks for waking up with us here on News Talk KBOI. I'm Joe Prin, your host for the next three hours on our home improvement and do-it-yourself and hire the pros radio talk show that we do here every Saturday morning. We try to help you out with your questions about the repairs you need to make to your house, whether by choice or by force, or maybe you're building a new house and not sure what all needs to be addressed during the process. Maybe some desired improvements to your home. Maybe it's an income property you're working on, or you need to hire contractors or pick different products or tools that you might need to get things done either safer or more efficient or with a uh, better end result. Uh, that's what that's what I'm here for. You grab your phone, you punch in 208-336-3700, and we talk. That's as simple as it is. And know that your bravery is is rewarded later in life when you call the show because uh, you're probably helping somebody else out with whatever question you ask there's somebody else that's thinking the same thing it just it just works that way um, so often i i get that email or uh, you know a message on on our facebook page or something about boy i'm glad that lady called about this or that that guy brought up this because that's exactly what i was doing and then Maybe a little uh, more follow-up questions. So uh, know that you're you're helping other people out. So if that's your motivation for calling today, make it work for you. That's great. 208-336-3700. Uh, live streaming of the show as well as our podcast menu of uh, previously aired shows. It's all available at kboi.com. Um, the podcasts are sponsored by heating equipment company and we thank them for doing that and paying for that hosting service and that means it's free to you from uh, the folks at heating equipment company uh, if you're listening at a time other than when we are live on the air you can still ask questions by sending an email to me to joe at joeprin.com p-r-i-n that's joe at joeprin.com and at that same location at joeprin.com you can also find all the uh, the names and numbers of the contractors and service providers that you hear on the show, as well as other ones that uh, I recommend you give a chance at your business should you need their their services. Uh, these are folks that I've interacted with in one way or another, or uh, have crossed my paths that I feel are are uh, those, those things that you want to you always want. You want the honest. You want the reputable. You want the reliable. That's that's the people on this list. So give them a chance. Give them a chance and uh, try that list out. So again, welcome to the show today. Uh, the number 208-336-3700. Uh, Dave from Consumer Electric and Cable will be with us in the 9 o'clock hour for our Ask an Electrician show. Uh, he will be here and we will uh, go through a whole bunch of electrical things. I had a, a very long list. It always seems that way on the things that I don't understand all the way and uh, need some more explanation, but we're also going to break down to a few uh, very simple and uh, I guess entry level electrical things that maybe uh, some of you could take on on your own or you want to, but uh, something is either confusing or holding you back or whatever, or maybe you have a very, very techno. I don't think that there's an electrical question that Dave 
couldn't answer. I mean, this guy is just amazing in his his knowledge and his professionalism and his ability to communicate that back to us. So uh, if you have any electrical issues, problems, opportunities, questions, confusions, conflicts of information, uh, Dave will be here at 9 a.m. So uh, get those questions ready. Uh, be the first in line to ask an electrician here today on the Home Fix Show. So uh, I wanted to start off with a, uh, a question that I got, not a question, uh, yeah, it was a question, from uh, a, a very good friend of mine, somebody that uh, I've known for, gosh, many, many years, many years, and uh, I, I don't know, I was kind of mad that he even asked me this, this question, <laughs> or not mad, I was just, I guess, disappointed, I, I, I just thought, you're better than this. You're better than this. It's uh, so anyway. Here's what he said. He sent me this uh, this email. It says Joe, a uh, young man showed up at our door last week and said it looked like we might need a new roof, and would we like to have a free roof inspection? Okay. So uh, if Tara, Tara already knows what's what's coming, she she just knows. She just you got that smirk. You just you just know. Uh, any of you that have listened to the show, you've, you've heard my warnings about this, you know, the, uh, people knocking on your door and offering you, um, you know, an opinion about, about your house. So we'll just let that sit. And, 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 you know, if you know, you know, okay, but maybe you don't, maybe you don't. So again, a young man showed up at our door last week, said it looked like we might need a new roof and would we like to have a free inspection? Uh, I agreed and got the inspection and a bid. Uh, the company was, and I'll just leave that out here. Um, and the bid was for $19,850 to leave or to replace the existing roof, which is composite asphalt shingles, which were installed in 2002. Okay. So these 2002, that's two, 20, 22 years old. Yeah. 21, 22 years old. I was not thinking of roof replacement before his offer last week. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so within now, here's the, here's the interesting part. Uh, th- this proves to you there's some creepiness going on in this world. Within one day, I received several telephone calls from other roofing contractors asking if we would like to have our roof inspected. It's amazing how fast word gets around. So I invited two other companies to come look at our roof, and I got two more quotes. Uh, the first company was, okay, and the bid was $18,868. So uh, it was $1,000 less, almost, almost not to the penny, but close. And the other company was, and with a bid of $29,000, so almost $10,000 higher. These bids were for the complete job of removing the old shingles and replacing them with new shingles. Um, my wife was very upset with me for asking for these bids. And she said, quote, unquote, call Joe. (laughs) There you have it. What do you think? Okay. Well, what do you think? I think, what do you think that I think about this? Stew on that. Cause I'm going to tell you when we come back after these messages from the people who each and every Saturday morning make this show possible. And I thank them, uh, thank them so seriously and so appreciatively for for what they do for this and being able to provide this format to you. Get your calls in now, 208-336-3700. Let's talk. I'm Joe Prin. You're listening to Home Fix. 
Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. We'll be right back on News Talk KBOI. Hey, you're missing the party. Sorry, I was just admiring your new kitchen. It looks amazing. Who was your contractor? Sasquatch Contracting. They took our project from an idea through design to construction in no time. Now we use their maintenance division, Yeti Services, to perform all our home maintenance. Your home maintenance? Yeah, Yeti Services does a quarterly inspection of our home from roof to crawl space. They replace our HVAC filters, make sure that we're winterized, inspects our roof, cleans out our dryer vent, and so much more. It frees me up to spend time on the things I actually want to do because I know my house is well maintained. That's cool. What does all of that cost and how would I get that set up? Oh, it's easy and inexpensive. Check out their website and click the link to Yeti Services or call 208-268-8080. Hey, it looks like they've got a couple of options for home maintenance. Yeah, they have the Yeti Essential Services and they also have the Yeti Exclusive, which is a little more in-depth. Call them, 208 208- Two six eight eight zero eight zero, or you can request an appointment at their website, sasquatchcontracting.com. Cool, I'm going to call them now, get this set up, and get back to the party. If you look at designer kitchen and bath photos from around the country, you'll see some amazing countertops and shower and bath systems using large format tile as well as stone and other solid surfaces. It's nothing short of amazing what can be done with these materials. However, experienced fabrication and installation skills are what make this possible. And here in the Treasure Valley, you have the finest craftspeople and designers available at Cutting Edge Kitchens. From start to finish, all details are complete and beautiful for now and for a very long time to come. Is it time for new countertops, floors, or shower walls in your home? Or are you building new and want something a little different? Start the process and talk with Cutting Edge Kitchens now. For existing granite and tile surfaces, Cutting Edge Kitchens also offers seam and chip repair as well as restoration services for countertops, walls, and floors. Cutting Edge Kitchens, 208-344-3404. That's 208-344-3404. Idaho Registered Contractor number 34737. It is very easy to forget about our dryer vents. Definitely not top of the mind for most people. But when you start noticing that your dryer is working harder and harder and taking longer to get your clothes dry, you're getting a notice that your dryer vent needs attention. Clogged or restricted dryer vents not only make your dryer work harder, but they can also cause your dryer to fail and need expensive repairs. And beyond that, they also cause you to use more energy, and we all know how those rates are going up also. Oh, and if all that was not enough to motivate you to call the dryer vent wizard and have them clean and service your dryer vent, according to the National Fire Protection Association, approximately 3,000 dryers catch fire each year, with one-third of those caused by clogged dryer vents. Call Mike at Dryer Vent Wizard. Here's your super-secret home fix listener phone number, 208-340-1070. That's 208-340-1070 for Dryer Vent Wizard. Or schedule online at idadryerguide.com. Dryer Vent Wizard. Hey, at Heritage Reflections, uh, Bob and his family and all the people that, that work there, they, they look at it as an honor uh, to be able to present the uh, the furniture that they sell there at Heritage Reflections. It's the finest in Amish craftsmanship, craftspersonship. Uh, entire families are involved in this industry, and they, they go meet these folks. They go on these uh, buying and, and scouting trips where they actually talk to everybody that makes the product. They can probably tell you who made, you know, that table or that chair or something. And Quality is it, it's easy to spot when you when you know what you're looking for and it it's surrounding you everywhere at at Heritage Reflections. It's they they sell the best. That's all there is to it. So take some time to stop in there and look around and you know sit in and feel and 
and see how 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 quality feels. Just run your run your hands over this furniture and and look in places where you know people don't see the furniture. That's where that's where the the pride of craftsmanship really really stands out. So uh, go see them at Heritage Reflections. They are uh, right there off of uh, Eagle Road, just south of Overland. Uh, they're open today, ten until five. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now, 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. All right, so uh, summarizing uh, my friend, I almost said his name there, my friend's uh, adventure this this past week a person shows up at his door says it looks like he needs a new roof want a free inspection uh he agreed and uh got one from a company and then his phone started ringing the next day with other companies offering a similar type of thing and he says so what do you what do you think about all this i said well i think these three companies are in cahoots with each other I said, for some reason, now there, there may be another explanation, and this could bring out the conspiracy theorists and some of you, but um, I think maybe these three companies kind of share this information or this, this lead or something. I don't know. Maybe they're all working out of the same office. I mean, you know, you can't tell from websites and things like that anymore. But uh, so I looked into them, and uh, most of them, according to here, they've been in business for one or two years. And um they've all joined the uh the better business bureau in 2022 so that kind of makes me wonder and they're all screwing up saying what they are because two out of the three of them said they're licensed and they're not they are registered so that got my fuzz up you know that uh but anyway um i've heard of this before it was years ago in the painting business uh i was warned about this and it was pointed out to me that there were these three or four different painting companies that had ads in the yellow pages, you know, nice big ads and uh, all kinds of different names and scattered throughout the alphabet. And the styles of the ads were different. The phone numbers were different and all that. Yet all of those phone lines ran, ran into the same place. And depending what the phone that rang was, that's how the person answered the phone. And uh, they would, they would schedule this and they'd plan this out to where uh, one person would go out and give a bid and then another one would give another bid and just beat them by just a little tiny bit. They had that coordinated. And then somebody else would give a bid that was out of line. Okay. It was, it was way out of line. So what, what, what is the natural tendency to do? I mean, you know, Tara, you get a bid of 18,000 of 19,000 and of 29,000, you know, and, and you're trying to evaluate this and you say, well, they all seem like good companies. They got nice websites. They were nice people. They seem to know what they were doing. They brought samples. They presented stuff. Which would be the first bid that you threw out? I, I don't know. The, the 29,000. Yeah, the highest. Yeah, because you think, okay, that, that's a big difference. That's $10,000 more. Yeah. Okay, that so let's, gone. let's just throw that one away. Now we're down to the 18,000 and the 19,000. Hmm. Well, maybe I don't want to take the cheapest one. So I'll take the one in the middle. <laughs> okay. Totally which, reasonable. That sounds reasonable. Which happened to be which one? The first one that showed up, right? Ah, coincidence. And you bonded with that person maybe a little bit more because that was the first one and you were skeptical of the other two to begin with. So the first one gets the job anyway. Could it be? I don't know. Maybe I'm 
trying to start a spark with my conspiracy rock here and tick, 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 you know, trying to do that. I don't know. Maybe. But maybe there's another explanation. I asked Bob. I said, did you have your cell phone with you at the time you were having these conversations with these people? Um, no, no, I don't think I did. I, maybe it was in my pocket or something. I don't think I did. I said, do you have one of those smart speakers in your living room? Yeah, we've got one of those there, you know, that we can just say, hey, you know, Siri or Alexa or whatever, you know, play this song or do this or what's the temperature out or, you know, which theater has this movie or something. Yeah, I said, so that thing's listening to you at all times, right? Hmm, so this thing happened to hear your conversation with that first roofer, right? Yeah, and the second one and the third one, because we all sat there at the same table and they presented their presentation. So, yeah, so (laughs) I said, is it possible that all that information about you and what you want? I said, give it a try today. Give it a try. And just say that... um, you know, just to have that conversation with, with your wife there this, right now and just say, boy, I'm really hungry for lasagna. I could really go for lasagna. Where where do you know that serves good lasagna? Have you seen any coupons for lasagna? And just do that like every 10 minutes for an hour. Just bring that up. And uh, I said, I bet you within <laughs> the next day, either your Facebook feed or your email or something starts showing up with coupons for lasagna and stuff. I said, those things are listening to you. They know what you're thinking before you think them. You think you're making independent decisions? I don't think so. Proof is your roof. How did those other two people know that you needed a roof? And they happened to bring some samples that were very similar to the same ones that the uh, the, the first person did. So, Anyway, we we talked through that all. And I said, so so where did you go wrong? <laughs> I almost said his name again. I said, where did you go wrong? Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, well, probably, uh, you know, telling the person that they could give me uh, an inspection. And I said, so so did that person right there, is is that the person that went up on your roof or or did the actual inspection? No, no, no. He um, He made a phone call and... About an hour, hour and a half later, a, a uh, an estimator came out and did that. And I said, "Oh, okay." And did he did he go on your roof? No, no. And I said, "Okay, that's probably right because they don't do that anymore." So this person called it in and they searched Google Earth and they did an overhead view of your home. And there's ways to extrapolate out of that imagery the size of the house, the roof, the the slope of it so they can figure out roughly how much material is involved. They can count vent pipes and chimney flashings and valleys and all of that stuff. And all that can be prepared because he said, yeah, when, when he got here, he had all this prepared and it was printed out and it was ready to go. And uh, they just did the presentation there. I said, okay. Yeah. I said, that's, that's the way it's pretty much done now. I said, it's, it's rare for somebody to actually throw up a ladder on the side of the house and go up on the roof, especially on second stories, just to do a, uh, just to do a quote or a bid in this case, he was using that language. So, I mean, the shingles they were presenting were fine. The, uh, all of that was fine and everything. What I just found interesting was the, the mechanics of how this all happened. And it just makes you wonder what's, what's going on in the background. And he said, so the other thing that we talked about was how, I said, so that morning that you got up, were you even thinking about a roof? Do you, do you, have you been thinking about a roof? Do you, have, you, have you said those words to where maybe 
Alexa heard that or something, you know, last week or something. And he says, no, no, I thought our, our roof was just fine. I mean, yeah, it's like 20 some years old, but it's, it, it looks fine. It seems fine. Everything seems fine. And, um, I said, okay, so this person was just going door to door to door. And, uh, I said, I want you to know that as soon as you said, yes, I would accept a, uh, a, a quote or a bid on this. Uh, as soon as you said that, uh, that, that person's job was done. They just relayed, you know, your address and, and the information over there and probably a little bit of demographics about you and stuff just so that they could be prepared. You know, Hey, this, this person and, um, uh, here's, here's what they might like, or here's some of the, the questions that they asked me. And, uh, the first person doesn't do that, but maybe they got paid $25, $50, uh, you know, whatever it was, hundred bucks for the, for generating that lead for that. Uh, so all that person is trying to set up is the opportunity for that salesperson to come in and the, the closer, <laughs> the salesperson to come in and close it. So anyway, it, there was just a whole bunch surrounding that process that, um, you know, I told Bob, I said, I, you know, I can understand it. There's some people that they just don't, they just don't look, you know, and you've seen those houses where the roof is just absolutely horrible and you wonder how it even keeps the rain out and why don't they replace it in that well they may not even know that they need to do that or there is the the financial ability is just not there or they've got enough stuff going on in their life that they just can't be concerned with this right now or, or who knows what we don't know what the situation is when you look at somebody's house and wonder why it needs paint or they didn't shovel the driveway in the winter time or the roof's fallen off or the trees need trimming we don't know what's going on in the background there, but that does open up the opportunity for these people that say, hey, you know, I just noticed that you need. And, um, and for some people, maybe that is the first time that they've, they've heard that or that they know that. Oh, I, okay, I, I didn't realize that or I didn't know that. And, you know, and thank you. And, um, but you never know. But I just, I just found it interesting. So Bob and I, oops, there, I did it. Uh, we talked through, no, just kidding. Uh, we talked through about how, um, uh, if you are in, in question as to what kind of condition things are in your home and you haven't maybe either paid attention to them ever, you know, and just like Mike here, when he did that, you know, or no, I just keep doing it. Right. Um, he said, uh, I said, you know, maybe you want to hire a home inspector, uh, somebody, you know, like our Randy Funk, one of our sponsors here and have him come out and look at the house. And while he can't, necessarily project what the age of something is on its life cycle. Like, okay, you've got four more years left in this roof or you've got eight years left in this roof, but he might be able to uh, direct you, uh, I guess, to the decision to explore into it a little more like, you know, I think, I think this one's on the edge. I think this one's on the edge. You may want to start looking into this a little bit or no, your, your roof looks great. You know, it looks absolutely fine. Uh, we also talked about uh, Craig Frame with CF Construction, uh, one of our sponsors here on the show, and person who uh, put the roof on my home and my daughter's house and Tara's house, and probably I could name 25 other people that Craig has, has done that's been associated with, uh, you know, my direct contacts and stuff, as well as you, the listeners of this program that have hired him and his crew to put put a roof on your house. But he uh, he's also that, that first person that if you, you call him out, and, and I've I've heard back from people that have said this. Hey, I called Craig out because I thought, you know, maybe I needed a new roof. 
And uh, he said, I don't. <laughs> he said, I really don't. He said there was two little things that he wanted somebody to come touch up. But he says, I've got another five to eight years. And he said, you know, call me back or I'll make a little note in my file. But he says, you don't, you don't need to do this yet. Uh, save your money or save up your money or invest your money or whatever. And let's, let's, let's do that later. And some people think that, uh, well, maybe I should just offset the cost of inflation in the future. You know, I've got the money now and maybe I should just do it preemptively now rather than, than later. Okay. That's, that's perfectly fine. And if you want to do that, and if that's your peace of mind that you don't want to wait for a failure or something, that's great. But if you do need that little window of time to uh, get some financial things in order or some priorities straight or uh, transfer some money or funds or wait for something to mature or whatever it is, uh, you could have that. There isn't that pressure that you need to do this now and for the next 10 days we're offering you this price and after that we're going to double it and you're not going to get anybody here before winter and then lions and tigers and bears, your roof is going to fall in. And so anyway, I hope that... Uh, if you have some of these folks uh, knock on your door, uh, you could say thank you. I didn't realize that. I will explore this more. Leave me your card, and perhaps I will uh, contact you to be one of the uh, the bidders should I choose to uh, look into this a little bit further. Thank you very much for stopping by. Goodbye. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back. On News Talk KBOI. For almost 10 years now, you've heard Joe on the Home Fix Show recommending Bot's Exteriors and its owner, Bill Bot, for just about every exterior home repair and improvement you can imagine. But Bot's Exteriors have been making homes look great and earning the trust of customers much longer than that. Since 1981, in fact, their longevity and success comes down to great customer service and quality work at a fair price on every project, no matter how big or small. People like the personal touch of Bot's Exteriors and dealing with the owner of the company on every job. When you call Bill and have him come to your home for a quote on siding, porches, windows, entry doors, patio covers, decks, and more, you get a price back quickly and with several options if that's what you needed. There are a lot of siding and exterior companies, but trust the one Joe does. Give Bots Exteriors a chance to prove to you why they are the first choice of so many. Call Bill at 208-870-4324 or see BotsExteriorsIdaho.com. 208-870-4324. Can you picture a new pool in your backyard? If so, now's the time to talk to Brent at Backyard Oasis. Your new in-ground pool from San Juan Pools and Backyard Oasis will be easier to take care of and will outlast other types of pools. There are close to 100 styles and sizes to choose from. And how about this? Your new pool can be installed start to finish in just 10 days. These pools are built to order and Backyard Oasis will coordinate all the details. So, back to enjoying that pool. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Contact Brent at Backyard Oasis now and let's make this happen with a team of construction professionals that insist on maintaining quality at every step. Scheduling availability is limited, so please do not wait. Will you, your kids or grandkids be splashing around and having a great time in your new pool? Only one way to find out. Call 208 208- 250-0176 for Backyard Oasis. Next time you're looking for window coverings, turn to your locally owned and home fix show trusted resource, Budget Blinds of Boise and Nampa. 
from roller shades to insulating cellular shades and timeless shutters to custom drapery, the team at Budget Blinds has you covered. They offer options with the perfect balance of privacy and light control. Whether you live in Boise, Eagle, Meridian, Nampa, Caldwell, Star, Middleton, CUNA, or the surrounding communities, the Budget Blinds design consultants will bring samples, inspiration, and design expertise to your home. But don't just take my word. With over 500 plus five-star reviews, we will let your local friends and neighbors tell you why they chose Budget Blinds of Boise for their home or office window covering needs. To get started, schedule a complimentary in-home consultation and measurement of your windows. Call 208-375-1212 or visit budgetblinds.com slash Boise. Hey, I was looking through uh, some of the old home fix paperwork. I mentioned this last week and I was just trying to figure out, you know, how long some of our advertisers have been with us. And uh, Nampa Appliance and TV, Jackie and Lou and everybody associated out there, they've been around longer with me on here on the show and than I've, than I've ever kept digital records for on this. I mean, I, I can only go back so far. And uh, through all the different houses that my family and I have uh, been in and all of the appliances that we've we've purchased, including televisions and mattresses and, and everything else, you know, it, it comes from Nampa Appliance. I mean, they get, they get the business. That's just it. It's a nice, you know, family run company, part of the brand, brand source network. Uh, they've been there. They're going to be there. They're always competitive. They always have a great selection. Uh, you know, I like that they deliver and they'll pick up. They can coordinate installation for you. It's all the service that you expect to get. You know, sometimes, you're, you're attracted by a price and then you forget what you're giving up for all that. So when we say competitive, consider the whole package and consider looking at Nampa Appliance TV and mattress for anything that you're going to need appliance wise in your near future. Remember to tell them that you heard about them on the Home Fix show. They're at 278 Caldwell Boulevard in Nampa. If you hear anything you'd like to revisit, check out the Home Fix podcast on KBOI.com. Just click on podcasts, then click on the Home Fix show, all for free. Now back to Joe Prin. This is the Home Fix show on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700. Come on, I know it's a nice day out, but I'm sure you've got some projects you're working on and maybe we can talk a little bit and help help you out with that help me out help somebody else that's listening to the show out with this the information that we generate here 208-336-3700 uh one thing i wanted to pass on to you just security wise uh we're coming up on vacation season in uh, july and august that seems to be when a lot of people take more lengthy family vacations or camping trips or it just seems to be that season right it just seems to be then um but this applies at any time if you've purchased a home in the last you know 15 20 years um one thing i want you to take a look at because it's probably never been addressed on your house and maybe even if your house is you know 50 or 60 years old it doesn't matter but um i would like you to open one of your exterior doors Let's say you go to your front door. Open that door up visually with me in your mind right now and take a look at the top hinge on that door. You're going to see either three screws or four screws going through one half of that hinge going into the 
door frame, otherwise called the door jam. Those three screws go into the door jam. I'd like you to take out one of those screws. Just get a cordless drill, or you could do it by hand with a screwdriver if you want, but take a cordless drill and back out one of those screws all the way, all the way. And what you're likely going to find, likely, is going to be a screw that's about three quarters to an inch long. Put it back. Then just go put it back in there. Then take out another one up there. Look at it. Is it a little short one too? And then take out the third one and look at it also. <clears throat> what we're going to do is we're going to do a little security upgrade on your house. You watch these TV shows and stuff of people kicking in the doors on uh, you know, a house and how easy they just put their foot up there and knock in that door and you think, oh, well, that's just TV. No, it, it, it may not be. Um, now, usually... Somebody breaking in doesn't attack the hinge side of a door. <laughs> They'll attack the, uh, the knob or the deadbolt side of the door and try kicking that in. But um, you can do this on the hinge side just not only for security, but it'll also make the door stay uh, fitting better a little bit longer. So up there in that top hinge, I want you to take out the screw that is most inner, innermost to the center of the jam. Uh, they're usually offset, you know, one... One is out, one is in, one is out, one is in. Anyway, pick one of the ones that's in and replace that screw with something that's about two and a half to three inches long, a similar screw. Now, you may have to run down to the hardware store or the home center and get something like this. Uh, you, you may end up getting a whole box of them or something. But uh, what works usually pretty well are an outdoor decking screw with a Torx head on it, something with a T25 star-shaped head on it because you can put that in your cordless drill and run that in there and they're made out of a nice hardened steel they usually don't usually don't snap off hopefully not um, and you can now put that screw through that hinge and actually have it just pass through the jam because it's not going to actually be holding the hinge to the jam but it's going to go into the framework of the house that's behind the jam and that is going to provide a lot more security and structural strength for your door right there. Then you can do that on the middle hinge and the bottom hinge also. And careful not to over-tighten these because you can actually move the jam and take the door out of alignment a little bit. So be very careful as you do that. Uh, get very gentle with the, the trigger on your cordless drill when you do this. But by putting those three long screws in there, like I say, you've not only fixed the, the structural sagging issues that could happen uh, over time on the door, especially if it's a new house. And, uh, but you've also increased the security because it's going to be much, much harder to kick that, that door in and pop those, that hinge or the hinges off of that jam when you've got a three-inch piece of hardware holding it into the framework of the house rather than a little three-quarter inch or a one-inch screw that's uh, going into, the, into that door jam that came from the the factory door shop. Well, why don't they put longer ones in from the factory? Why don't the door hangers put longer ones in? Because they don't. That's just, they don't. They don't have to, so they don't do it. Now, the next thing is, is the strike plates on your hardware. The same thing goes there. Have you ever replaced a, a doorknob on your house and you open up that little cellophane package that's got the striker plate that goes onto the door jam? It's that little square metal thing with the hole in the middle of it, and that's where the back set latch of the the door swings into and click shut right well inside that little cellophane package what do you get you get two little screws that are about three quarters of an inch long and you screw those in there 
because you got rid of the brass one and you now put an antique oil rub bronze on there or something, and you put those two little three-quarter inch screws in there. Well, how hard do you think that's going to be to kick those out? So again, the same thing applies. Take those screws out and put in some three-inch screws. Now you got to make sure that they sit down into the into the metal nice so they're not going to drag and stuff. So you got to have the right one. You can't just get a big old lag bolt and use that. You got to have a screw with the head that's you know pretty close to what you had on there. But you can put that strike plate into a much more secure situation by putting the three-inch screws in there. And then the same thing on the deadbolt. Now, a lot of deadbolts come with a reinforcement plate and some really heavy screws and everything. But it's only about half the time that those things ever get used, especially in new construction when we see that. Uh, a lot of times they're just going fast and they don't want to chip out the jam anymore and recess that plate in there. And so they just put the decorative plate on the top, put in the two little three-quarter inch screws, and that's it. And uh, even with... Even with my bad knee, I could probably still lift my foot up and kick in those doors. So uh, you want to increase the security of your home for when you leave it behind, go around to all your exterior doors with a cordless drill. You can knock this out and just, I mean, you know, how long can it take, right? You know, maybe 20 minutes on each door or something at the most and put in the right screws and significantly, significantly increase the security of your home. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Making the decision to sell your home or buy a new one is very big. And when you choose your realtor, you want to know you're with a team that will be committed and with you for the complete process. Matt Bauscher has been voted the number one real estate agent in the Boise area and is the founding partner at Amherst Madison. For you, that means an incredible team of professionals that will help you reach your goal Respect your time, your family, and your desires. Look at current listings or read what Matt's clients have to say at BoucherRealEstate.com. In accordance with fair housing laws, Matt Boucher provides equal professional service without regard to race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familial status, national origin, favorite basketball team, or sexual orientation of any prospective client, customer, or the residents of any community. Reach Matt at BoucherRealEstate.com. Lawn care season's underway, and if you could use a little help making things look as good as they can be, call Pestcom. At Pestcom, trained professionals will stop by on a planned schedule and give your lawn the nutrients and preventative maintenance it needs. Not too much, not too little, and right on time. And get this, you don't have to have bags of fertilizer or crusty old applicators stored in your garage or shed. Call Pestcom and have them stop by to prepare a package quote for you. Year-round bug and pest control is also available. Regular pest control treatments break the breeding cycles and put an end to infestations. Regular lawn care treatments build a healthier turf and require less water. And a healthy turf will handle heat stress and foot traffic better. So invite some friends over and show off your beautiful lawn. Call Pestcom and get started right now. 208-495-5636. 208-495-5636 for Pestcom. Or learn more at Pestcom.com. 208 495-5636. Did you know that you can have your bathtub converted to a shower in as little as one day? It's true. You've heard Jesse and Jeff from Custom Bath Solutions on the Home Fix Show talking about this with Joe. 
They have a beautiful showroom in Meridian where you can see full-size displays of their locally made showers and enclosures. And these best bath components have a 30-year warranty. If this is what you need to make your bathing safer and more enjoyable, call or visit Custom Bath Solutions. But maybe you need a bigger scale bathroom remodel. Not a problem. Custom Bath Solutions can help with all bathroom remodeling projects start to finish. Visit Custom Bath Solutions at 480 East Franklin Road in Meridian or call 208-888-7561. That's 208-888-7561 for Custom Bath Solutions. Shower yourself with comfort. Custom Bath Solutions. Hey, when it gets hot out, one of the barriers between the heat and your comfort inside is your windows or are your windows if seals have failed or the weather stripping has lost its ability to keep the outside out well perhaps it's time for a call to viewpoint windows and doors and talk with them about Milgard windows for your home Milgard windows are a great choice for style and comfort and performance and value Milgard windows have an amazing reputation and a satisfaction track record in the industry they back up their products with a fantastic locally serviced warranty and with the pros at Viewpoint Windows and Doors taking care of helping you with the installers, you know that everything will be done right and to your complete satisfaction. You deserve affordable quality and attention to detail for your home. Call Viewpoint Windows and Doors and ask for a quote on Milgard Windows, 208-854-1877. Or you can visit the Viewpoint Windows and Doors showroom on State Street just east of Glenwood. See Milgard Windows at ViewpointWindows.com. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now, 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. A couple things coming up at the uh, Woodcraft store. Our friend uh, Alex Snodgrass, who you've heard me interview for years at the Woodcraft Woodworking Expos. Alex is known nationally and perhaps even worldwide now for his uh, ability to do things with bandsaws and do them in safe and creative ways. Uh, it's It's like the only tool in a shop i mean he's, he's he does everything on a bandsaw it's the most versatile tool that you can imagine if you uh, if you know how to use it right and on monday june 19th uh monday june 19th uh, from 6 to 9 p.m uh, woodcraft has brought alex to town and he is going to be doing a free kind of a class, kind of a free class, a, a seminar, I guess you could say. Uh, it's called Maximizing Your Bandsaw uh, with Alex Snodgrass. And he does this, like I say, around, around the country and uh, in all kinds of places and that. Uh, it says here in the information, Alex will show you everything you need to know to get your bandsaw running at an optimum performance level. So that's key right there because uh, he was showing me on some things that a lot of people quit using their bandsaw or they put it away and because it's not doing what they thought it would do. It's not cutting straight or it's, it's walking. It's cutting out of true or something is, something is wrong with it. And uh, there, there's ways to tune up your saw and make it so that that doesn't happen. Um, it says here, Alex will review all aspects of a multitude of topics such as tune-up, blade selection, 
guide adjustments and selections, resawing, scroll cutting, as well as an overview of the latest and greatest bandsaw accessories. Uh, but you do need to reserve your spot at this, so you need to call uh, the Woodcraft store. Um, the number is 208 338 1190. Or you can get them by email at woodcraftboise at gmail.com. Like I say, this is free, and uh, but you do need to sign up for it. They only have so many <laughs> folding chairs in the workshop there, and they don't want people to have to be standing through all this thing. Um, and then following uh, Tuesday the 20th and Wednesday the 21st, Alex is actually teaching some classes. Um, this is a little more expensive. This is a school setting where you're going to be cutting and making and doing all kinds of work on bandsaws and hands-on and assembly. And uh, there's only 10 seats available for this. Uh, Teacher-to-student ratio is very tight here. Uh, so you, you may need to register for that. And in fact, I don't even know. That one may even be sold out. But uh, register today. 10 seats are available. The tuition for this one, get ready, 495 bucks to uh, spend the day with, with Alex. And that's from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. So it's a, it's a full day of uh, of learning how to do this. Uh, I don't know, maybe you can get continuing education credits for this. But uh, yeah, that's all at the Woodcraft store um, in the Overland Park Shopping Center. And of course, one of the sponsors on our show here. So it'll, it'll be good. I might stop by there, just say hi to Alex. He's just such a, such a neat guy. 208-336-3700 to get in on the show. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, Dave from Consumer Electric and Cable. Uh, Dave is Consumer Electric and Cable. Uh, he will be here to answer questions for us for our Ask an Electrician uh, feature on today's show from 9 until 11. So be with us after the news for that. Dave will answer all the questions you can imagine for electrical. And if we don't ask them, you need to ask those questions and how they apply to you so uh, you can get those calls in now or just wait till uh, the news break starts coming to an end and we'll get you up uh, in the order that you call 208-336-3700 i want to talk about attic ventilation but more specifically soffit vents today uh, this one came up in discussion with uh, with one of my neighbors uh, this week and i thought boy i haven't really talked about this for a while we were talking about just ventilation in general and I was telling them about the whole house fan that I got that solar concepts installed and how we're using that. And, um, and we, we talked about the principle about how if, uh, if air can't get into your attic, then air can't get out in a normal passive system. Or even if you have powered attic ventilators, like, you know, an electric uh, fan up there, an attic fan, or maybe you have a solar powered attic fan, uh, or maybe you'd have nothing except the, the passive vents, just those capped roof vents. Uh, RV 49 was one of the stocking numbers of the basic sheet metal ones used in the eighties and nineties and beyond. And that's, what's on, you know, virtually all the houses. They're usually on the backside of the house where you don't see them. And they're, they're placed across the top of the roof every oh, six, eight feet or whatever that, you know, the requirements say they have to have. And, and as hot air, uh, is generated in the attic during the you know, the heat of the day and the sun pounding down on the roof. It gets hot up there and that air, hot air rises. That's what makes a balloon go up, right? So where does the air come in? It comes in through your soffit vents. It was a couple of years ago when I was doing some paint work on our house and I pulled down some of these soffit vents because I noticed just how dirty they looked from the outside. And once I got them down, and these are those 8-inch by 16-inch uh, metal louvered vents. They have a piece of screen behind the louvers. 
and they're usually held in with four small staples. If they've never been removed before, if they have been removed, there's four screws, one in each corner that you can pull down. And I pulled those things down and I thought, well, I'm going to do the paint the right way on this anyway. So I painted the soffits with them all down. And then I painted the vents after I did what I'm going to tell you about, which is I cleaned them. I was stunned, absolutely stunned and amazed and appalled. And let's come up with all the other words on how much dirt and biological fiber was stuck on the outside of that vent, not on the backside. This wasn't insulation that had migrated its way down and everything, but this was fuzzy. This was cottonwood fibers and catalpa fibers and dirt and dust. And when I took these to an outdoor garden sink that I got and I washed them off with the the sprayer and the hose, the dirt just rolled off of these things and the, the amount of debris that came off them was was huge and i thought you know if i would have just painted over some of this stuff or sprayed them you know they uh i would have just been sealing that in so i know that i probably tripled at least or quadrupled the amount of airflow that i was getting through those vents just by cleaning them just by cleaning them so uh if you know you're thinking great Thanks a lot, Prin. Thanks a lot for that. One more thing now that I got to go check on my house. And yeah, I know some of you probably have the continuous soffit vents and you may have to either vacuum those or use some compressed air and blow them out or brush them off with a broom or something. But if you have these other types on, on, on your house that are just the, the tack on ones, you've got that great opportunity to pop those things off and uh, rinse them out with the hose, you know, knock them dry and then let, let them dry and then put them back up there again. And uh, I think you, too, will be surprised, especially if you live anywhere near cottonwoods. The, the cottonwood fibers just float around. And you think about this. If your attic is doing its job, it's like a, a very slow-moving vacuum cleaner. And if something flies by underneath there, just thump, and it goes up in there. And then, then you're increasing the pull next to it. And then thump, and then thump, and thump, thump, thump. You get all these little fibers up there. And pretty soon your attic ventilation is quit and you're wondering why it's getting so hot in the late afternoon upstairs in the bedroom and it's just you know sweating hot and my ventilation isn't working so there you go put that on the list we'll be back after the news It's Heather from Master Plumbing. This summer, life is going to be busy. With graduations, weddings, and family reunions, that means your home is going to be working overtime with guests. And inevitably, something will go wrong with your house. If that something is a plumbing-related issue, give Master Plumbing a call. And when it comes to getting the work done, you can be confident Master Plumbing will send out a fully trained and licensed plumber. Even with the growth here in the Valley and the high demand on skilled labor, our standards and requirements haven't budged. So get ready for all that summer has to throw your way with the help of Master Plumbing. Visit callmasternow.com or call 208-888-9191. Call the Masters. Call a master plumbing, the masters of the trade. This is a podcast of The Home Fix Show with Joe Prince. Well, good morning to you and welcome to the second hour of The Home Fix Show on June 3rd, this beautiful 
beautiful Saturday morning that we're having in the Treasure Valley of Idaho here in Boise. It's I hope you are in a place where it's nice out at the moment. A lot of thunderstorms coming through in our afternoons, and I think that's expected to continue today. So it's a good time to get out and get stuff now before it gets windy or a little bit a uh, little bit rainy later on. Welcome to the Home Fix Show. I'm Joe Prin, and what we do here every Saturday morning is try to help you out with questions that you're rolling around in your head about repairs you need to make, repairs you want to make, improvements, tearing something down, building something up. Maybe you're building a new house or you're going to hire a contractor to do some work for you and you're not sure about something they're saying in their contract or the down payment or um, or what questions do you ask of this person, the products, the tools that you might need. It's like calling tech support for your house. That's what we look at the show as. So you're welcome to join in with us. We have a special two-hour session of the show today we call ask an electrician uh dave is here from consumer electric and cable and today we're focusing on electrical stuff now that's your opportunity to speak with a licensed electrician in the state of idaho and maybe beyond are you licensed elsewhere too we can uh no good morning no good morning people. uh um, sneak, sneak up on that microphone pull it right up in your face dave i mean this right. thing's got to be like uncomfortably close okay how's that? I, I know you like standing back from things because usually it sparks at you and, and does damage i but... don't want my hair to catch on fire <laughs> yeah dave is here and we'll talk with him about asking electrician uh so welcome to the show 208-336-3700 thanks for coming down this morning oh yeah it was nice to be invited thanks I... yeah beautiful morning we haven't done this for a while and uh i know there was one thing that you wanted to get into right away and that's that uh, since your last visit here with us which has been quite a while um just the whole electrical community the industry the the inspections government offices uh, codes all that stuff there's been a lot of changes in the last few years, hasn't there? Well, yes. Uh, it's been actually, I think we've gone through two, two different code changes since I've been here last. Um, of course, there's a consolidation for the uh, state offices to get up there to the old HP campus um, up mm. on Shinton. And uh, the Division of Building Safety has, uh, they've changed their name now to um, the uh, Department of Occupational Licenses. Right. Um we kind of got that short-term acronym, IDOPE or whatever. Uh, I-D-O-P-L or... Yeah. Yeah. So IDOPE, I guess. It's something like that. So I know Division of Occupation. Yes. So, I-D-O-L. Um, yeah. So uh, they, you know, they oversee all those licensings for, for all the occupations required in the state. What do you have to do as an electrician to maintain your licensure? Well, uh, you're required to do continuing education of 24 hours within the three-year code cycle that we have to keep you up on what the changes are and, right. and make sure that you comply with those yeah there's eight hours of uh, code change and then industry related classes that you take um, depending on w what kind of work you're doing you might take something in solar or you might take something in uh, hmm. in motor control there's a lot of different classes offered out there. so that's the choice of the electrician what he spends his time on, he or she, as far as the continuing ed. Right. Well, the state sets down the uh, the amount of hours as far as, you know, getting the 16 hours on code and then the eight hours of industry-related. And that's on your nickel. They, you have to do that. Just oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's It goes right along with, you know, uh, paying your fees every year to keep your license active. How much is that as an electrician? Uh I think it's uh, it, well, I think it's a hundred dollars for every three years. You know, I don't really pay. I don't pay. Okay. I don't pay that much. Uh, the uh, 
the bookkeeper takes care of that. <laughs> <laughs> you got people for that, right? <laughs> All right. So, so what has changed? I mean, what you know, uh, we're still running our houses on a what 110 volts, uh, 120 volts, whatever, and an outlet's an outlet, a switch is a switch, a light's a light. What I, what can be changing? In the I, I think the biggest thing that we see coming in is um, the technology that's integrating with electrical systems. Uh, you know, we've got, you know, like like Sylvia, the AI, and uh, you know, you can just see where it's kind of going with people using app driven, you know, their phone apps and so on and so forth for watching their energy use, uh, mm. controlling light fixtures. Um, you know, it's all wireless through the Wi-Fi for most of that part. And, uh, even with solar panels and, and stuff that's going on there now, they're all wireless to an app. And, so, and a lot of this scares people, doesn't it? Because uh, it, it's new, it's confusing, it's something you have to learn, and uh, they, they choose not to do this. They're going to live out their life and say, I am never going to have a refrigerator that orders my food for me. Yes. So, but then again, it, it kind of sneaks up on you because like, you know, for security, like the, you, you hear about the ring doorbells and the different doorbells right? and so on and so forth. So, you know, it, it kind of makes it easy once you take, start looking at some of this. Um, so, so it slowly integrates in. It's kind of like learning how to set the clock on the old VCRs. You yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> that thing died after uh, 23 years and it's still flashed 12 o'clock. Yeah. Um, but, but code, I mean, are, 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 does this stuff have to be inspected and regulated, like putting a ring doorbell into your house? Uh, no, that, that falls on a low voltage, so that's kind of like under the communications and so on and so forth. Um, the, the more devices that you use that are, are regulated as far as inspected would be kind of, oh, uh, like if you started putting solar panels on your house, for okay. example. Okay, okay. Um, you know, so. Is that where most of the code changes have taken place? You know, or what are some examples of things that have changed or been added to the, the recent codes? Well, they, there's, yeah, it always increases quite a bit. Um, and some of it's just uh, changing the actual nomenclature of, of what they're trying to say because it's, it's a guide for, what's, for electrical installations. Um, so we've seen a large growth in the solar industry. So they're constantly seeing changes on that, how that works mm -hmm. as far as integrating it into the actual distribution of your electrical power at the meter. Uh, we're still on actually the 2017 code. That's what I was wondering. Are we, are we catching up to technology or are the codes struggling and the inspectors struggling to keep up with the new things that are coming out? I, I think the inspectors always struggle. But it's not that the um, it's not that the NEC has uh, any problem with it. They have pretty good code making panels, and you know they they can foresee. I mean, they're working across all the different parts of the industry and in revising the code every three years. But you found yourself in the situation of having to educate the inspectors from time to time. Uh, yeah, when they sometimes I'll <laughs> I'll get a correction notice, and it's like, well. Gee, that's not right. <laughs> you know, so um, do you have to get out the book, or you don't even have the book anymore? You, you bring it up on your tablet and you say, "No, look, look here. Here's what it says about that." Well, a lot of the inspectors still use their books, yeah. Um, and yeah, and and so yeah, sometimes you have to go back and forth with the inspector and and figure out you know the correct way of of taking care of a correction that they may have written up 
that shouldn't have been written up. And I bet you they love you for that. Uh, well, you know, some are better, some are not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to leave it at that note. Uh, we've got Jerry on the phone lines. Jerry, we've got to take our first break here. We'll bring you up immediately after these messages from our show sponsors. Thank you for being with us today, everybody listening. And uh, I hope you're going to have a wonderful Saturday today and however you make that happen. I'm Joe Prin. You're listening to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. It looks like magic when you watch it happen. Those sinking sections of your concrete patio, driveway, or sidewalk just lift themselves up and back into place. Actually, the magic is performed by Go Green Concrete Lifting. They have innovative and economical solutions to common problems like sinking and shifted unlevel concrete slabs. These areas create trip hazards and drainage problems. Let's get this fixed as soon as possible and Go Green Concrete Lifting is here to help out. Incredibly strong foam is carefully injected under the slab and as it expands, it lifts the concrete back into position. No busting out the old concrete, placing new concrete and hoping it matches somewhat. And the best part, it costs a whole lot less than new concrete and can be done in just a few hours. They also have a coating for driveways to protect and extend the life of the concrete from salt and ice melter. Call Go Green at 208-912-0028. Again, that's 208-912-0028 or visit GoGreenInsulation.com to learn more. Most people looking at bringing solar energy into their homes do not know there are two types of solar. There's photovoltaic solar panels, which generate electricity, and there is solar thermal that generates hot water. Hot water, you ask? Yes. If you can generate hot water with sun power, you don't need to pay a utility company for that energy. And if you have an all-electric home, that is a bunch of PV panels that you will not need to buy. There's also a lot of bad information circulating about solar, and many say it cannot work for us here in Idaho. Want to know the truth and not the hype so you can decide for yourself? Want an honest assessment and quote and not a sales and financing pitch? Call and talk to Carl Simpson at Renewable Energy Northwest LLC. Carl offers a free solar site visit where he will evaluate your home and lifestyle and discuss with you your options. 208-577-6537 or visit RenewableEnergyNWLLC.com. Also follow Renewable Energy Northwest LLC on Facebook. 208-577-6537. Garage season is just around the corner. Okay, it's always garage season, but warm weather does mean more interaction with the stuff in your garage. Gardening and lawn care tools bicycles, outdoor sporting equipment, and more, all need a safe and convenient place. Storage Evolution can help you store the smallest of items, design workbenches, and figure out how to take care of the bigger items like wheelbarrows and your snow tires. Reclaim some of that precious floor space, all while not hurting yourself or your cars, taking things in and out of the garage. Storage Evolution will help you create a customized plan that will meet your current and future storage needs because these innovative systems adapt as your needs change. Estimates are free, and the installation is fast and professionally done. And these products have a lifetime warranty. Contact them for the garage storage system you'll love tomorrow and long into the future. Call Storage Evolution at 208-515-3575 or visit GarageSolutionsBoise.com for photos and more ideas. Homeowner's insurance is often not appreciated or understood until you need it. It is one of those things that you know you must have, but really are not that familiar with. I mean, who wants to read page after page of that very small print? Brett Murphy does. 
It's his job. Brett Murphy with Boise River Insurance is local and independent, so he can work to find you what fits your needs the best. Your house may have gone up significantly in value, and you need to be sure that your coverage has kept up with it. Has your agent made sure that you are covered? Do you even know who your agent is? If it is time for a face-to-face sit-down review, Brett Murphy would like to help you out. He will answer the questions. If you need to select your homeowner's insurance, talk to Brett and have him find you the best possible coverage and cost. Brett is available to talk with you, regardless of who you get your insurance from. 208-949-2222 or email brett at boiseriverinsurance.com. 208-949-2222. Measure once, cut once. Son of a biscuit. <sighs> Swear once. Measure twice, cut once. Ah, you know the rest. This is the Home Fix Show with Joe Prin on News Talk KBOI. Now, I'm not trying to embarrass you here, Dave, but I, I truly do believe that you are the finest electrician within a, a thousand mile radius of this studio right now, and you are the most knowledgeable and personable and honest and hardworking guy that I've ever met in the industry. So thank you for being associated with the home fix show. Well, well, well thanks. I'm, I'm, I'm humbled. <laughs> I, I, there are, there are people more knowledgeable than I nope, within a nope, thousand nope, mile radius. Nope. I, think. I don't know them. I don't care about them. I don't know them. So all I can say is if uh, anybody ever says, you know, who's your electrician, it's you. And they say, you got anybody else? And I said, Nope, there is nobody else. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you are the person. Let's go to Eagle and talk with uh, Jerry. He has an electrical question. Good morning, Jerry. Hey, good morning, Joe. Good morning, Dave. Thank you for the show. Um, my home was built in 2017, and some of the fixtures, especially in the closet and the laundry room, and are, are LED fixtures. Now, my wife wants dimmers, so I tried to install a couple of dimmers, and they don't really dim these LED fixtures, you know, and you can't change the bulbs on them because the LED is built into the fixture. So what uh, what uh, kind of dimmer can I buy that will, you know, fully dim and brighten these LED fixtures? And the second question is, what's the future of the incandescent bulb? All right. I can uh, probably address the second one, but I'm going to let Dave take your first question. Well, the LED technology um, is still going through some changes, but they're getting better as far as getting them compliant with all of the different manufacturers of dimmers out there. Right. So there's a forward-facing sine wave and a reverse-facing sine wave as far as changing that particular uh, electricity into the to the liquid, you know, to the to the diode. Itself. Yeah, you've got to reduce the amount of voltage that's getting at the LED diode. The diode. Yeah, and, and that as, makes it glow not as much. Yeah, and and, and actually, it's 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 not even a, an AC voltage that's running that diode. It's it's all been converted over to um, DC. Right, right. So, as far as the uh, the dimmers go, um, Lutron has actually come out with a, a dimmer, uh, and unless you know the actual manufacturer of the LED, yeah, then on their websites you can find dimmers that will work one way or the other. Lutron seems to be working pretty well with most of the dimmers that I've been, or with most of the LEDs that I've been installing. And on that dimmer, there is a small little slide that you can't see of the plates on. Right. And it's made to adjust for the actual LED so it doesn't blink. But LEDs are only going to go down to about 10%. 
So there's always going to be a little bit of light. It's not like you're going to see on the incandescent where it kind of turned an orange. Yeah, you could fade it down to one watt if right. you wanted to before it turned off. Yeah, the LEDs will go down to a certain point, and then they just shut off. 10%. Yeah. 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 And, and, if you, and if they start blinking, then you have to kind of adjust that that little knob. So that for, for Jerry here, that, that could be a real shopping challenge to try to find the dimmer that goes with his fixture that would work together sounds like it'd be easier just to replace the fixture with a dimmable led fixture something that on the packaging says it's dimmable and offers the the dimmer that you can use with that yeah and most of the integrated ones uh 2017 is going back a few years so um yeah in technology that's like dog ears you know that's right yeah yeah so uh they may have they may not have been dimmable, but right. most of the integrated ones are dimmable. And I, I've seen that where people have bulbs and they, you know, just regular screw in, you know, a, a what is it, an A19 medium base or whatever bulb. Right. And, and you try to put a dimmer on it. It just will not work. But, you know, some of the newer bulbs will. So some of the older stuff just wasn't, they weren't thinking that. This this is true, and you know it's, it's going to be on the packaging whether it's dimmable or not. Right. Yeah. yeah. You you may be in for a, a very frustrating and long search for the right dimmer, Jerry. It may be time just to uh, upgrade that fixture. I, I did consider that, you know, and I did visit the website of the one of the manufacturers, but uh, I couldn't read Chinese, so uh, <laughs> that was that was also added to the frustration. So I, I'm I'm thinking about just taking it off the ceiling and put in a an old-style incandescent that, that uh, you know, I can put bulbs in and, and uh, get a dimmer that works better. So I've, I've seen a lot of those fixtures that, uh, you know, when you remove the glass salad bowl shield that's around them or whatever, you know, you don't see a socket anymore. You just see this no. circuit board with all these LEDs and other components on it. You know, there is no place to screw in a light bulb. And and I, in a way, and Dave, you argue why on this, but in a way, I kind of like the fixture that does have the, the old screw-in socket because I can always put an LED bulb in that socket if I chose to. And uh, that's, you know, that's what I've done around my house. I, I had these old incandescent fixtures, and I put LED bulbs in it, and, you know, some of them are on dimmer, some of them aren't, and, you know, everything works works fine, but... Um. Yeah, you're kind of limited with that. It, do we want that fixture that is the fixture and the electronics and everything? Because if one of those tiny little electronical components goes out, I've got to buy a whole new fixture. Well, this is true. Uh, I can't just replace a bulb anymore. Yeah, it's it's you know it's kind of a it's kind of a shame. We we have become kind of a throwaway society like that. But the idea behind it all was that you know these particular um, LEDs are going to last fifty thousand hours. As composed, and and they're going to save uh, sixty seventy percent of energy in running them for the same amount of light that you would have for an incandescent. Now, but wouldn't you as do far that as with the a LED bulb? bulb? Yeah, they're gonna they're they're they don't really have the heat sink on them that oh. would be with the actual fixture that has the larger integrated one. Oh. So they may fail earlier, and if they're an enclosed fixture. They're going to fail earlier because they don't have that airflow. The ventilation, yeah. Right. So there, you know, you wouldn't think that there's much heat coming off of those, but there's enough to go ahead and take care of those microelectronics and knock them out a little bit early. So the fixtures that don't actually have a bulb in them, they've just got this plate of electronics. 
they're going to last much longer than an LED bulb in a screw-in fixture. Exactly. We've been seeing that with, you know, like the, the par 30s that screw up into the existing down lights and kitchens and so on right, and so forth. Right, they'll last. They'll last a little while, but, but then eventually that, that actual um, circuit board is right up there at the screw-in base. Right. It rises, right. so it's, it's going to degrade it a little bit quicker. Where the ones that are integrated, that it's the whole trim. Right. Well, that's kind of dissipated across the whole back of that, so it keeps that cooling better. Okay, that makes sense. And Jerry, to your your second question, since we only got a couple minutes before the break here, you know, the future of the incandescent bulb, um, I think it's always going to be around in 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 certain forms. There's certain, uh, you know, uh, I guess subcategories of lighting and fixtures, you know, decorative and stuff. Don't you think it's always going to be available, Dave? That you're going to be able to buy a you know a forty or a sixty watt incandescent because. In some cases, they're like little furnaces. You want to use them where you need some heat, or uh, there's just certain cosmetics where you may want that certain color spectrum of an incandescent. Do, can they actually be outlawed just like other things have in our lives and just disappear forever? Uh, I think we're going to eventually see them disappear forever. Hmm. Uh, we've already seen GE doesn't even make them anymore in the United States. Uh, so I thought that was just market demand that they they just couldn't keep the factories running because they're not selling, you know, for for every one incandescent that you sell today, you'll sell a million LEDs. I think it has a lot to do more with the Department of Energy and and the energy costs and so on and so forth as far as getting rid of the incandescent. Um, but they're still going to have uh, some incandescents that may be uh, available because of the actual type of uh, usage that they have. So, so I look at it like but as your standard A nineteen. I I think they're going to go away completely. And and they could because when LEDs first came out, you know, they're in that that color spectrum range up in the thirty six hundreds, and they were bright and harsh and white, and a lot of people didn't like that. They liked that more warmer glow of an incandescent. Well, you can get that in an LED now. Yeah. Well, and and actually, they're going a little bit further, going back to technology. Um, they already have them on an app, and you can change colors, right, and so on and so forth. So you can bring that intensity down, bring that intensity up. Yeah, you have uh, a different spectrum for when you're reading under that lamp as opposed to when you're maybe got the neighbors over for dinner and you want a little just a warmer glow. You can just change the the way the bulb looks. Right. If it's been raining for a week, you might want to make it more like sunlight. So as we used to joke, if you if you need the incandescent bulbs, uh, you go buy them now and you save them. But you got to remember, on the first of April, on the first of April every year, you've got to take those bulbs out of the package, and just very gently, not much, but just very gently, you got to shake them up a little bit to keep all the vacuums inside there stirred up. Otherwise, they may not work the next time you go to screw them in. Because you've seen that you screw in a bulb and it just blows up when you first do it. That's because you didn't. Shake your bulbs up on April 1st. Yeah, you got to keep that vacuum. (laughs) You got to keep that vacuum moving. Hey, Jerry, thanks for the call. Anything else? No, you know, that's a good tip about shaking the bulbs. (laughs) I think I'll make a bulb shaking and um, smoke detector battery change out uh, on April now instead of uh, Halloween. April 1st, yep. April 1st. There's a reason it's on April 1st. Yep. All right, Jerry, thanks for your call. Uh, John and Gordon, stay on the lines. We'll get you with Dave right when we come back with more of The Home Fix Show. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. We'll be right back. 
on News Talk KBOI. Pollen and allergy season is underway, and one of the things you can do to help is to keep fresh filters in your furnace and air conditioning system. High-efficiency filters will help catch the things that make you sneeze and your eyes itch. Plus, when there's smoke in the air from wildfires, your furnace filters will help with this also. At the Air Filter Superstore, they have the right filters in the right size at the right price right now. And lots of them. They are never out of stock, and custom sizes can be built while you wait. Call ahead, and they'll have your order ready for pickup. Mention you listen to the Home Fix Show when placing your order and save an additional $2. As an additional service, the Air Filter Superstore can deliver your filters to your house and even install them for you. Just ask. The Air Filter Superstore is at 3825 East Lanark, one block east of DeMeyer Furniture near Franklin and Eagle Road. Online ordering is at airfiltersidaho.com. Call or text 208-672-1323. The Air Filter Superstore, 208-672-1323. I might sound like I'm nagging you now and then, but here's a reminder that it's a good idea to get a second opinion. If you've been told by a salesperson that you need a new furnace for any reason, please get a second opinion from Heating Equipment Company, a sponsor of the Home Fix Show, before you commit to anything. All too often, the panic of not having a furnace takes over the rational decision-making of finding out exactly what is going on. Many times, the professional technicians at Heating Equipment Company can repair your furnace, no matter the brand, for much less than a new furnace. Now, don't get me wrong. There are times when a new furnace is necessary. And if that is the case for you, trust Heating Equipment Company, a Lennox Premier dealer to present you with several choices of award-winning Lennox products so you can get what's right for you. Don't settle for anything less than a fully informed decision. Call Heating Equipment Company today at 208-459-2212 or visit them online at heatingequipmentcompany.com. Some people call it the candy store or the toy store. Some call it group therapy. We call it Woodcraft. In the Overland Park Shopping Center at Cole and Overland, Woodcraft is here to be what you need it to be. It is a tool store with the finest and most comfortable cordless and power tools known to the industry. It is a specialty hardware store where all the fasteners, hinges, mechanisms, and workbench magic can be found. It is a classroom where you can learn from experienced teachers to be a better woodworker. And it's a lumber yard with the things you can't find at a lumber yard. But also, it is, well, it's just a fun place to be the craftsperson, maker, or professional you want to be. Put some time into your schedule to stop into Woodcraft. Let our like-minded staff answer questions or point you in the right direction. They embrace the workshop beginners and help the seasoned professionals. What do you want to make? Chances are, Woodcraft can help. In the Overland Park Shopping Center at Cole and Overland. See green and save green. Visit Campbell Tractor now through May 31st. And when you buy a new John Deere 1025R compact utility tractor with a front loader, Campbell Tractor will add in a Frontier RB2060 rear blade for free while supplies last with your purchase. These compact tractors are built tough, reliable, and comfortable for just about any project you can take on. And if it'll help you out, ask Campbell Tractor about 0% financing options on approved credit. With over 80 years of experience supporting John Deere customers with quality equipment, parts, and service, Campbell Tractor will make sure you get the job done. Stop by one of Campbell Tractor's six locations or visit them online at CampbellTractor.com. That's CampbellTractor.com. Campbell Tractor, 2014 North Franklin Boulevard in Nampa, with stores also in Homedale, 
Fruitland, Glens Ferry, Wendell, and Ontario. That's Campbell Tractor. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now, 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. It's Ask an Electrician Day on the Home Fix Show. Dave is here from Consumer Electric and Cable. Dave is Consumer Electric and Cable, one-man operation, and that's what I like. When people say, do you support small businesses? I say, I support the smallest of the small. <laughs> a, lot, a, lot, a lot of our sponsors are one-man shops. Yeah, I, I <laughs> can't get, I can't shops. get point five. that's for sure. No, no, you can't have half an employee. Uh, let's go to John in Boise. Good morning, John. Uh, good morning, Joe. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Dave, uh, I'm wondering, um, first of all, if it's legal or, or within code, can you splice into an existing uh, one-pen wire or Romex wire? Well, if it's spliced into a box, it has to be into a box. It, uh, in my other house, someone had taken—it's a device you buy, I assume—and they literally spliced into an existing wire. Uh, you know, when I did some updates, it was a basement. Uh, the, you know, they didn't say anything when they inspected the house. They weren't looking at that particular wire. Let me. Uh, let me. Let me get this picture for everybody listening and mainly for me. Uh, so you're saying that somebody went to an existing section of, of Romex wire, which, Dave, you told me that's a brand name. It's actually NMB cable. Right. Non-metallic, uh, whatever. Okay, right. anyway. And they, they slit the outer shield exposing the black, the white, and the ground and then just shaved off part of that insulation and tied a wire onto that? Well, it's a little more than that. It was actually a device, like a metal clamp, it looked like. And I think, because I never, you know, I never took it out. Yeah. I think what it does, it, it, it punctures the, the wire and goes into it, and then it you screw it on. So I, I, I've never seen one before. I, like I said, that house was built in the 50s. I, I don't own it anymore. Uh, you know, I, so I don't I'd... think it is. No, I've seen yeah, those but, things used for like low voltage stuff. I mean, when you wire, you know, car stereos and stuff or outdoor lighting, yeah, you just lay this thing over and squeeze the pliers and punch the little thing through the insulation and fold over the cap and but not for not for full voltage, right, Dave? Uh, uh no, no, you would have to you have is to not, have that in a box and you'd have to have a mechanical uh you know a wire nut on it and splice it off you know or you need two boxes because if you cut the wire it's you don't have en- short you don't have enough length so right. you actually got to pull it back a ways and then add a you may take out a one foot section but you got to add a two foot section so you got enough to to work with right that's why we always go from existing box to a, to a new box because you know then you're adding more boxes so is the answer to john's question no that's not legal no that's not legal okay <laughs> or why so so basically, yes. I, I mean, I, I have a. It's an older home built in the late seventies, and so the the panel doesn't have enough, you know, the little plug out things. But you can get a, what what that dual switch. So I could add that or go to an existing box because it's a new wire that I'm I, I'm putting an outlet out on my patio. It's, it'll be low voltage, but it'll still be one ten. So okay, now either one of those would work. All right, now you just you just. I'm, I'm looking at three cans of worms now instead of one. So you want to put an outlet outdoors, but you want to tap into a existing circuit for that. 
Well, that's the easiest way. Uh, I think right. the most correct will be run it back to the box and, and take one of the circuits, and, and you can buy, you know, where there's two actually two circuits in, in one slot. Am right. I correct on that? So, Dave, I think yeah. he's talking or, about... Yeah, you're talking about a... a a mini breaker. Yeah, a mini breaker or a tandem breaker that we call. And it, it all depends on whether or not that okay. that panel is um, allowed to take that. Um, in some panels, it's only 10 positions. Uh, the newer panels um, have a full panel where you can do that. So it all depends on the panel or whether, whether those tandem breakers can be put in. And if it's something outside um, that you're looking to plug in, it all depends on the load that you're going to have, how much power you're going to need out there, right. whether you want to take it from the, the panel or whether you want to just tap into an existing outlet and GF, GFI it on are, the outside. Are most exterior yeah. outlets supposed to be 20 amps as opposed to the 15 amp that maybe an indoor circuit would be? No, e- either or. It depends, okay. you know, it depends once again on the load. So if, if, if you're having something like a, uh, a pond or a water feature put in outside, yes. then you might want to go ahead and get a dedicated circuit from the panel and have that as a 20-amp load because you got a motor on it and so on and so forth. If you're just going to be plugging in a smoker and you don't have a plug there, um, you might be able to just come from an existing box that's in a bedroom and go ahead and cut in a box next to it on the outside and put a GFI in it, and it's good to go because you don't have much of a load for a smoker. So that outside outlet would need to be in a waterproof or weatherproof box and be a GFI outlet. It, you just can't cut an outlet box into the siding and put an indoor receptacle in there and a nice little white plastic cover plate. No. Well, you you can put a, a, a recessed box into it, depending right. on, the, on the stud bay that you're cutting into. But it'll have one of those outdoor covers on it. Yes, it will. And it's going to be, you know, anything that's outside is going to be GFI protected. And it's also, if, it's, if there's GFI protection before that, like on a breaker, yes. uh, it still needs to be a, a weather-resistant type receptacle. Okay. The outside receptacles right. are different than the inside receptacles. Oh, yeah, it'll just be it'll just be uh, uh, lights, you know, just yeah, simple lights and they're LED and like that. Uh, by the way, on on your caller earlier, I had to get uh, the dimmers that are. Uh, I had old dimmers and my LED lights wouldn't do anything. Uh, and you're right about the little slide thing; it, you have to move it up, otherwise they start flicker. But other than that, they work fine. All right, John. Thank you. All right. Thank you. You bet. Thanks for your call. So wait a minute, Dave. I got to back up to something you said because, I mean, every time I talk with you, I don't care if we're, we're having lunch and ordering a hamburger, I learned something. But you're saying that the receptacles that I use on the outside of my house are not the same receptacles or outlets. Right that are on the inside of the house. That's correct. That was uh, So I can't buy the 79 cent outlet that I put on the inside of the house and just use it outside? No, the code, you know, the code updates, it's been two cycles. Uh they've come out with a uh uh weather resistant type receptacle that's going to be used outside. It's uh I'm not sure if they put more silicone in it or if they got somebody that comes by and cleans them every year. I'm <laughs> <laughs> How do I how do I spot these outlets at the store? Does it say for outdoor use on them or something? They might say that on a sign, but on the actual receptacle, it's going to have a WR, which means weather resistant. Oh. Yeah, and it's the same with the GFI. Your GFI inside is different than the GFI that's going to go outside. Everything outside now is, is rated for weather resistant. Wow. 
Good to know. Let's go to Gordon in New Plymouth and get our conversation started with him. Good morning, Gordon. Good morning to you. Hi, fellas. Hi. So my wife, my wife and I have a Nissan Leaf, and it came with a little adapter so we can plug it with a hundred. Uh, we can uh, charge it with 110 volts, which we've been doing for three years. We just run that extension. Same cord we use for our Christmas tree lights. We've charged it. We've been charging this car with. Well, it really is supposed to be able to charge that at, with 220 at our house. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so I bought a receptacle at the, at the store that matches the, the, the receptacle on the car, but has four, it has four hookups, four places hookup. Well, I have, I got 220 out close by for, for an old welder, but it only has three. So I've got 210 volt lines and a ground. And I suppose the fourth one, coming from the car is another ground. And I just want to know if I can jump just to use a little jump wire and, and hook those two grounds together and go. And Dave's answer is no, no, no I, I don't, I wouldn't recommend you doing that. <laughs> no, it's actually oh. the, the code is pretty specific on that. And, um, you know, what you've don't got, what you, what you've got there on your, your car. <laughs> <laughs> I say, this sounds like the old, you know, I got the new, uh, the new, uh, dryer washing dry. I got the new dryer and it's got four prongs, but I only had three right. on the old one. Exactly. Right. So what does he do? Yeah. What does he have to do? What's Gordon got to do here? Well, one of the four wires is you've, you've got two, uh, you've got two ungrounded conductors and then you got your grounded conductor and then you got your grounding conductor. That's what's required for, for vehicle chargers now. So it's, it's a four prong and, um, you're going to have to GFI protect that also. All right. With the breaker. Oh, okay. But the fourth, the fourth wire, that can be a bare, bare wire. Uh, well, normally if we're doing that, um, we're going to be using an insulated wire. You can use, I mean, Grounding methods under 250 allows you a lot of different options, uh, whether it's the conduit that's used for ground or whether it's a bare wire and so on and so forth. And and mostly that's a grandfathered in thing. Uh, normally we would probably just be using uh, insulated wires on all of them. It was in a conduit or else if it was an NM type wire, then, you know, it would all be in a sheath and be insulated anyways. So is there any any way with Gordon's three wires that he has now to make this work, or is he going to have to pull a new cable from the outlet to the breaker panel to make this work properly? That's correct. Okay. Gordon, are you qualified or capable of doing that, or do you need an electrician to do that? Well, I'm capable. Okay. Yeah, I'm halfway there. All right. Thanks, fellas. Okay. You're welcome. And uh, GFI protection for that, uh, two-pole breaker, whatever size you're going to be using. You don't want to blow the car up, is what you're saying. You don't want to blow yourself up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I used to say that all the time, you know, and when we have the Ask a Plumber show, you know, if things go wrong when you're doing plumbing, you get wet. If you're doing electrical, though, you get dead. Uh, yeah, or your hair catches on fire. Yeah. We'll be back with more of Ask an Electrician here on the Home Fix Show. Do you have any electrical questions? I got a big list, but I'd rather hear yours so that we can help you make some forward progress or clear up a mystery we'll be back with more of the home fix show dave from consumer electric and cable you can find his number on my home fix resource directory available to you at joeprin.com the home fix show with joe prin will be right back 
on News Talk KBOI. Water damage can cost thousands of dollars to repair. One way to prevent this is rain gutters, the most overlooked and least expensive addition to your home. Rain gutter systems move water away from your home, reducing the risk of a flooded basement, crawl space, damaged siding, fascia, and soffits. Recently, a home without rain gutters had to have $35,000 in siding repairs before rain gutters could be installed. And leaky rain gutters on one side of a home that went undiscovered for a year cost a homeowner $8,000 in repairs. Hunter Rain Gutters are the only local company in Boise who have crisscrossed Idaho, Washington, and Oregon, working on hundreds of jobs in the Pacific Northwest, dealing with huge amounts of moisture. This experience provided skills, knowledge, and expertise to undertake any job they could come across in the Treasure Valley. If your gutters are sagging, damaged, or leaking, it's time to take care of this. And if your gutters just need to be cleaned, call the setup service so you stay safe and off the ladder. Call 208-747-0641 or visit HunterRainGutters.com and follow Hunter Rain Gutters on Facebook. Replacing your roof doesn't happen every day, and that's a good thing, right? Maybe this is the first time you've ever faced this, or since the last time you've had to do this, a lot has changed. Today's roofing shingles can last 35, 45, even 50 years or more. Get the roofing information and experienced advice you need from the Home Fix recommended roofing company, CF Construction. Craig will visit your home and prepare a complete and accurate quotation for you. If you need to get your insurance company involved, not a problem. CF Construction works at the mall and will be your advocate in getting you the best roof possible for your home. But what about scheduling? Yes, this is tricky right now, but CF Construction has been here before and knows how to make this as quick and easy as possible for you. Many customers comment on how fast and professionally Craig and his team made things happen. Take the worry and stress out of getting a new roof. Just get in touch with CF Construction, 208-921-1445. That's 208-921-1445 for your new roof from CF Construction. Cleaning up around the house is easier when you choose the carpet cleaning company voted the best for the last four years, Zero Res. And it's more than just carpets. Zero Res cleans furniture, upholstery, and area rugs, as well as outdoor patio furniture cushions. And don't forget about cleaning your hard floors like tile or wood. These floors are actually harder to maintain than carpet, and a professional cleaning by Zero Res will make them look bright and clean once again. Zero Res has the cleaning knowledge, techniques, and tools for every situation and cleaning challenge. And for all this, the thing that makes Zero Res different from everyone else? Patented Zero Res Water, which does a better job breaking down dirt and grime to get carpets and floors cleaner while not leaving behind a sticky residue like detergent cleaners do. Book your next appointment online at ZeroResBoise.com or call 208-383-1000. That's 208-383-1000 for Zero Res. If you are looking to buy, sell, or tap into your equity, take a few minutes to visit with Terry Hefner and his team of professionals at Guild Mortgage. The local market has changed dramatically in recent years, and working with a pro that understands these conditions is critical. Terry and his team have been helping Idaho homeowners for nearly 30 years. Before you make any financial moves that involve your home, call Terry Hefner. Terry is a native Idahoan and is a second-generation real estate professional. When you work with Guild, you support a business that is passionate about our local economy. The Hefner Group at Guild Mortgage wants to create a positive loan experience and help you make the most informed decisions you can, especially for first-time home buyers. There is a lot of confusing information out there, so let Terry Hefner help you. Call 208-599-8500 or visit terryhefner.com. Terry Hefner, NMLS 95796. 
Company NMLS number 3274. Guild Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Because when you get everything fixed and working correctly, and the honey-do list has been completed, you can do whatever you want in peace and quiet. This is the Home Fix Show with Joe Prin on News Talk KBOI. Really? I think so? Peace and quiet? I don't know. Seems like everything I cross one thing off, I add two more to my list sometimes. That's my own fault. Um, Dave, when you were talking about ground fault uh, outlets, GFCIs, I guess is the proper term, right? Correct, yeah. You know, we were talking about the the charging the you know the electric cars and the hybrids and stuff. You know, you said, well, you'd think that the rubber tires would be enough, but uh, to to separate you from the from the ground of the the electrical system. But uh, most of these changes, like like you said, was somebody's gotten hurt or dead, and so they're they're trying to protect us from ourselves somehow. Absolutely, it's all about life safety. Yeah, I mean, you know, our, since since the code was written back in before the turn of the century, you know, or 1903, right. uh, it's, it's all been about, you know, safety for, you know, fires and electrocution. Well, and there's, there's homes listening to us now on a radio that's plugged into knob and tube wiring. Uh, absolutely. And it, sure it's, it still works. I mean, just that doesn't mean that it's as, as safe as it could be, but it still works. That's fine, right? It's not like, does wiring degrade over time does it wear out you know we talk about plumbing even copper gets pinholes or cast iron or galvanized you know rusts out and pex gets brittle and old but does wiring wear out absolutely absolutely the insulation will will degrade you know Mm. and and over the years i mean it's gotten better and better and better but when you're talking about your old knob and tube yeah that was wrapped in cloth and yeah no it's gonna or especially no. if you plug in a, a wall heater to it and you overload that a little bit, it may run your heater, but it's also heating up inside sure. the wall. So there's, there's resistance that comes over that. So, you know, yeah. that's going to change the actual properties of the metal. Two other things besides GFCI outlets that I've heard about and uh, just don't, don't hear the chatter on them anymore. Arc fault breakers. Right. What, what are they and where are they and why do we want that or don't want that? Well, actually, um, since 2017, uh, they've been incorporated into um, the bedroom areas. Uh, the code, you know, uh, has it actually more areas than that, but Idaho has only adopted particular parts of that particular code, and we're still on the 2017. We haven't moved on from that. Uh, that's all up to the legislation. Hmm. So um, basically, it's, yeah, it's once again a life safety device. What that, is the it? The biggest thing, well, it actually... Um, it, it actually looks at an arc across uh, across the circuit. So a, a visible time, spark. Uh, yeah. So every time that you would turn on a light, there's an arc. There's a switch. Every time you use electricity on a motor, uh, every time you turn on a light, every time you would turn off a vacuum or turn on a vacuum, it's creating an arc. There's a switch there. There's going to be an arc. Okay. Uh, those are what we call the controlled arc. Yes. And if you look at a, an oscilloscope and you look across. Uh, a screen on that, you're going to be able to see the difference between a controlled arc and an uncontrolled arc, which would be something like you accidentally drive a nail through it or you mm. cut it in half with a, a pair of dikes, something that I'm very good with. And it will create an arc, and that actually is down a little carbon pathway as that arc is burning away the oxygen and uh, material that's, okay. that's creating that arc. So 
that's different. So they've been developing these, and they've actually got, you know, the breakers are kind of smart, and they can see the different types of arc as it might be. You know, and if something So this is an actual breaker in your panel. Yes. That knows the difference between a normal turning on of something and then a dangerous arcing. Correct. Okay, so that would make sense because, like, a lot of outlets are behind beds and headboards where there's pillows and blankets and sheets and clothing and and stuff. Okay, and that's easily combusted, I guess. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and and going back, people would put you know extension cords under like throw rugs and so on and so forth. Okay. Oh, all right. So, so, so this is required now. Are you saying all across the state of Idaho? Uh-huh. Uh huh. That bedroom circuits. So, if you have three bedrooms in your house and they're all on separate circuits, you will have three arc fault breakers in your panel. Uh, not necessarily. You can share them between bedrooms. Okay. So, you know, you can have one arc fault breaker that's going to operate over a couple bedrooms. All right. Uh, but, how, do, how do you recognize the arc fault breaker when you open up your panel that you have or don't have that? It's got a button on, a button on it, just like you would have on a uh, GFI breaker. Oh. They're, they're white or they're yellow, uh, depending on whether it's GFCI or whether it's arc fault. So if the bedroom outlets quit working for some reason... Go look and at that breaker. And you've checked the GFCI in the kitchen and the bathroom, and that's just fine. It may be back at your panel. Absolutely. Got to check that. See, breakers. there you go. You just took away a service call from yourself. <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> okay. We're going to talk more with uh, Dave from Consumer Electric and Cable in the next hour. If you have electrical questions, uh, you probably want to call in now. This, this last hour of the show always gets so busy. So call in now, 208-336-3700. You'll be up first. When we come back with more of the Home Fix Show after the news. If you could shrink yourself down and crawl through your ductwork, I think you'd be surprised to see what you've been breathing. It's amazing what collects in there. Makes me want to sneeze just thinking about it. Dirty ductwork can cause allergy issues and can make for more house cleaning. If this just motivated you to get your ducts cleaned, System Clean is who you want to do it. They have professional duct cleaning tools and the years of experience to clean your ducts properly. Unfortunately, there are other companies out there that think cleaning your ducts is no big deal, and it shows in their work. That's not what System Clean is all about. Proper, high-power, effective, and complete duct cleaning while respecting your home sets System Clean apart from the rest. System Clean does duct cleaning right. Call System Clean today and schedule an appointment. 208-884-3300. System Clean. 208-884-3300. And be sure to ask for the Home Fix listener discount. System Clean. 208-884-3300. This is a podcast of the Home Fix Show with Joe Prince. Good morning to you and welcome to the third and final hour of today's program, the Home Fix Show here on News Talk KBOI 93.1 FM and 670 AM. Thank you for being with us. If you're listening to this in a podcast format at some other time than when we aired live, thank you for that. You can still ask questions on anything that you hear today, especially if it's electrical related and uh, you didn't get a chance to talk with Dave from Consumer Electric and Cable here on the show. 
uh, you can still send me an email, and I will forward it to Dave and uh, get that to him, and uh, we can get you some answers. Just send that to joe at joeprin.com. Yeah, I'd give you Dave's address, but I'm curious, too. I want to see what questions you have. So joe at <laughs> joeprin.com. Uh, if you need to get a hold of Dave, uh, his number is 208-939-8333. I've had that memorized for, I think, the last 10 years or so. 208-939-8333. So that's why I'm not changing it yet. Yeah, <laughs> just because everybody knows it, right? Uh, you may or may not be doing this 10 years from now, I hear. Uh, well, I would probably be the oldest electrician in Idaho that I was. Uh, Surviving electrician, should we say? Do you, do you get sloppy when you get older, and that's kind of what prunes the herd or what? <laughs> uh, you know, you would think you become more efficient as you get older. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, but sure. crawling in attics and crawl spaces and up on top of roofs, that, that gets a little more challenging. Uh, it keeps me young. I, uh, you know, I call, it, call it attic yoga. Yeah. Yeah, sure, absolutely. So, you know, I want to get back to that, the thing with the uh, arc fault uh, circuit yeah, breaker. Yeah, yeah, And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, to me, it's, it's been a, a troubleshooting nightmare because there's, there's really no way with all of the different arcs that come across that it's not like you have anything that you can hook up to that, you know, something like a and create an arc. You're saying? Well, no, it's it's kind of like you know, there's you you could create an arc, you know, but so it, it, it trips and it's like it's kind of like taking your car to the dealership. It's like okay, what's the first thing that could be bad? Well, it's the breaker itself. Well, they're not cheap, so and we have had you know. Electrical. Oh, so just replacing the breaker may not be the logical first choice. Right. So sometimes it's more investigative than anything else. Mm. Like what switch did you turn on or what? when did you notice that the electricity went off? Because, you know, the, everything's going to go out. The lights will go out. You know, the, the fan in the bathroom may go out and so on and so forth. So yeah. it's like it's, it's more noticing and trying to figure out process of elimination to get you to that point so you're not just taking every device out of the wall or, you know, and then disconnecting everything so you can figure out, well, oh, yeah, I hung this picture, you know, a week ago. <laughs> oh, well, that could have been helpful, you know, to, to know what's going on. Yeah, here. you pounded a nail right into the wires. So. Yeah, you know. I, I found the stud. I, I, well, I, I, you I, also I, found where the wire passed through the center of that sudden. You used a 16-penny nail. <laughs> uh, exactly, you know, a heavy picture. So... Or, you know, um, hanging up TVs. That's that's one of the Ooh. things that we see more often than not. Yeah, they you know, give they you those nice those big leg bolt brackets. And three inch leg bolt, you know. And right into like, the wire. Yeah, right through that wire. So, um, you know, when they're building houses, those wires are, are going to go along the stud going vertically. Okay. And horizontally, they're going to be, they're going to be in a distance from somewhere around maybe. 26 to 36 inches above the floor because they're running a whole bunch of holes through all the studs when those houses are being built and they're using a whole hog or, you know, using something to, yeah. to run those. So they're normally walking along the studs and we used to just use our hip to just kind of give a little push on that whole hog yeah. and knock those through those holes through the center. Of course, all those holes are going to be at least an inch and a quarter back from the end of the stud because they're going to use the drywall screws that aren't going to get back. Well, that you far. would hope so, yes. You would hope so. So if you keep in mind that, you know, you got those wires that are a little bit lower, 
then you're going to be a little bit more careful mm. about that. Yep. But it's not to say that there isn't wires higher up in that wall. Well, and that's what uh, I think some of our, our, our smartphones and our, our phones that have cameras on them have, has really come to help because now you can just, through the smallest little opening or, or even a little slot you cut, you can stick it in there, take a picture and pull it back out and then look at it and you can see if there's anything down there. Right, or, or, up, or there. up there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You, yeah. Can, you can get a view in there because the, the light for it's right next to the lens and you know what? Great little technology we have there. Um, I was told originally that those arc faults uh, they were they're primarily designed because if you think of like when you plug something into an outlet, if the cord is is kind of coming out a little bit, you know, to where the cord uh, the the plug in the male part of the plug has separated from the receptacle by maybe an eighth of an inch or so, or you didn't get it pushed in all the way, or the outlet didn't hold it all the way. It would be possible for maybe a magazine on the nightstand or uh, a piece of drapery or your sheet off of your bed to slip behind the plug, between the plug and the receptacle, and touch those two prongs, causing the arc to occur. Well, it would have to be, it'd have to be metallic or it would have to be, you know... Uh, a ferrous metal to be able to do that. So, oh dang! I was just thinking yeah, it would just so like it, burst your sheet into flames if it hit that or something. No, no, there would okay. be no no fear of that whatsoever. So because somebody, lose, some old electrician told me the once that you can just ter- take your outlets and turn them upside down so that the ground pl- the ground prong is up high because that'll deflect anything from hitting the uh, the two prongs. Oh yeah, and I know of a lot of people that do that in their shops where they have uh, plugs that are hanging oh, that's a on, real their, thing. <laughs> on their on their particle board or their uh, their pegboard. Pegboard, you know, and they might have something that like a, a small level or something that could that could do that. So yeah, no yeah, it's going to carpenter square, or a screwdriver, or a razor blade or something. Sure enough, it'll oh. deflect it off one side or the other and there isn't anything in the code that says you have to have uh, that plug one way or the other. So it doesn't have to look like a little human face there. <laughs> it, it it could be up the other way where it's got the thing at the top. Yeah, and when they're horizontal, we always put it so that the uh, that the neutral is on the top. All right, we got some calls lined up for you. Let's talk with Roy in Boise. Good morning, Roy. Good morning. Hi. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, you sound great. All right. Um, well, we've got a, and maybe you guys can't have covered this. I'm not sure. Just check it in a little late today. That's um, all right. Built in 1985, and we've done a couple of additions. And along the way, we've had new outlets put in. And then we had someone come out, and they gave us a quote on redoing basically all of our outlets except the brand new ones so that they were the, quote, new standard outlets that are um, – kind of plasticky so you i mean when you put the things in you got to trip two plastic things when you put it in so that they're safer yeah those are tamper so, resistant outlets the word that's the word couldn't think of it Thank yeah you. they they say Thank actually you. they say tr on the front of them i believe yeah yep they do you're right and so of course you are <laughs> um, no i got lucky <laughs> you got lucky and so we basically were given a quote on updating our house's outlets to tr um, and also a quote for replacing our older um, uh, breaker box, uh, the big one. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of were like, well, it's probably about time that you do some of this with the additions that you put in and, and that. And so I'm not sure. So is this a BS thing or is this a real thing or is it a, it depends on hmm. the house thing. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Um, 
So tamper-resistant outlets, I, I kind of like them because now you don't have to put all those child protective caps in there because that's essentially what this does. Um, yep. Just for those listening, you can't stick something in one of the prongs. You have to do both of them simultaneously for it to, to work. Uh, the only way they move aside is if you're doing both at once. So a kid just playing around with a screwdriver or a bobby pin or you know a knife or something they're not going to be able to get that in there so 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 they're common for that are those things dave part of residential code now uh yeah absolutely they are okay Um, so yeah everything in a in a newer home is going to be tamper resistant as far as those outlets go but if you Um, if you don't have them in an older home you don't have to do this It, it would be a choice thing absolutely absolutely um so you know, I mean, when you uh, when you're upgrading your home, uh, you know, I mean, receptacles do wear out. They sure. Become, so you know, it, it might be a good idea. If plugs are starting to fall out of the wall and stuff like or that. Or especially if you have children or, or grandchildren or in the house. Grandchildren in the house, then it's it's not a bad idea to do those also. Right. Um. So and they're pretty simple to do. You know. So yeah, it's just an outlet change out. And, right. Right. And uh, and it doesn't take very long either. Uh, you know, sometimes um, in the older homes, though, they will have uh, they'll have stabbed in the wires in the back. You have receptacles that have uh, the binding screws on the side, or else they have a stab in where you can just strip the wire and, and push it into the back. Yeah, there's uh, just for those listening on the back of the outlets. There's usually four small little holes, and you can strip off a uh, you know a half inch section of the insulation off the wire and just push the wire right into that hole. You don't have to make the J-shaped loop and put it around the appropriate screw and tighten it down. Yeah, and I, um, I actually don't like to put my receptacles in where I'm using the receptacle as a continuation of the circuit. Right. So if you have power in and power out and you're stabbing it into the receptacle itself, that receptacle actually becomes part of that circuit as far as continuing the power down the other way. Right. I would actually go ahead and pigtail that and uh, with some wire nuts, and then just push so, one one wire into the back of that receptacle. So the current can pass down the line if the receptacle goes bad or something, only that receptacle, not every one further down goes bad. Exactly. So, so for Roy that's doing this, um, Roy, what, what would motivate you to go to tamper-resistant outlets through the rest of the house? Are they just worn out in other places, or is it a safety issue? Uh, it's mainly um, being worn out okay. for us. Okay. Our kids are old, and I'm not as dumb as I used to be. I don't stick keys in them anymore. <laughs> so, so, uh, so jumping ahead now to your 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 breaker panel. Uh, your what's the right word, Dave? Service panel or or breaker well, box? What that, is that? Would be your breaker panel. You okay. Know, uh, whether it's main breaker panel or whether it's a sub panel, they're, they're panels. Roy, why are you yep. thinking that you may need to upgrade that from what you have? Well, they made it sound like it could become sloppy, so to speak. Um, I don't know exactly. That's kind of why I got the BS question. Um, we've also put um, solar on our house. Um, so there's just, I think we're starting to run out of space, but I don't know if the age of it is becoming an issue. Um, so I know when the breakers trip, it, you know, over time, they can only trip a certain number of times, I guess. Um and so, I don't know, it just kind of sounded like it could be time to do that. And then if we start putting in, you know, if we get some electric vehicle or something, then all of a sudden we're going to need more power somewhere. 
So do you know, know. Do, so you know what the, do you know what the amperage capacity of what you have is now? Um, not off the top of my head. How but, would he determine then, that, Dave? Just by looking at the one big giant breaker at the top of the panel? Oh uh, yeah, it's, it's gonna be labeled on the breaker. Um also you can you can tell um well how how large is the house? Do you know the square um, we're footage? Yeah, we're about twenty five hundred plus we're pretty, you know, it's a little big for what we need, but at the same time, um, you know, we've added a lot to it. Um, not added a lot. We've, you know, I've, I'm in a wheelchair, so I've had to redo the kitchen. We've redone the bathroom and hallways, so we've done quite a bit in terms of uh, changing the house. Right, out. right. So, um, so what he's saying? Do you have do you have uh, do you have gas appliances or is it an all electric home? Yeah, it's all electric. Okay, you, you you more than likely have a 200-amp panel. And he's also saying okay. that it's it's maxed out. Yeah. Now, if getting it... Getting closer to it. What, what's that, Roy? Or probably getting closer to it. Yeah, and, and obviously you can max those out, otherwise they wouldn't design them that big, right? I mean, if... <laughs> It's like if, if the space is available for the breakers, you can do that, right? Well, right. well they don't make a 300-amp panel, I can tell you yeah. that, so... <laughs> so. But he, so a also, lot of times, he also doesn't have more than 200 amps of service coming into the house, probably. Exactly. But, you know, 200 amps is, is quite a lot of power. And, and people might think, oh, I've got all these breakers in here. Right. But a lot of those breakers are, are not, the, the power isn't all being used at the same time. And We're, haven't, by us going to LED lighting rather than incandescent, uh, my new refrigerator, my new cooktop draws a lot less power than my old ones. Right. Even though we have more electronics hooked up than we used to, maybe our consumption is going down a little bit, which should make it easier on that breaker panel. Well, true. And, and you know, more than, more than not, it's usually that you run out of breaker space. And yeah. at that particular point, there's a couple different options as far as whether you want to put another panel next to it, if there's room to put another panel next to it, if you really need to have that extra space. Um, like we were talking with the... Uh, uh, caller uh, earlier, yeah. you know, it might be able to take tandem breakers. So um, there's a lot of different options besides going through an ex- extremely high cost of, of replacing that panel, unless it's absolutely necessary. <laughs> so this may be worthy of a consultation call? Sure. From an electrician such as yourself to come by, see what's going on, see what the options are, what's what's really needed and what's not needed. Because changing out a 200 amp panel just to clean it up, yeah, you're, you're looking expensive. at you're looking at fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars, aren't you? I would definitely get some pricing on that. Yeah, yeah, Roy, you might want to have Dave stop by and just just take a peek as a consultant and and render an opinion to you on that one. Hey, we got to go get a break out of the way here. We'll be back, uh, John in Meridian. Uh, you are up next when we come back with more of Ask an Electrician on The Home Fix Show. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Forget everything you know about cleaning. Yep, all of it. Not that you were doing anything wrong, but there is a better and, dare we say, more enjoyable way. The Coltrin Central Vacuum System will change your entire outlook on keeping your home clean seven days a week. You can save time with quick cleaning solutions for every room in your home. With a Vacuflow Central Vac System from Coltrin Central Vac, you put power and convenience where you need it. 
Chameleon hoses store out of the way inside your walls behind the access ports. VacPort automatic toe kick dust pans allow you to sweep floors and quickly make it disappear. How about a 20-foot utility hose in your laundry room for cleaning lint screens and floors after laundry day? And if you like to keep your workshop or car interior looking fresh, the Vroom Garage Retract Vac gives you professional results with a full complement of tools. Visit ColtraneVac.com or test drive these at the Coltrane Vac Showroom, 11580 West Fairview in Boise. Call 208 895 8900 to set up an appointment at your house. 208-895-8900, Coltrane Central Vac. When you need to call someone for furnace or air conditioner work, the only company you will hear about on the Home Fix Show is Heating Equipment Company. Stanley and his team at Heating Equipment Company insist on only the highest ethics and professionalism in the business. That's why when they get a service call, their first step is to try to fix what is broken and not sell you a whole new system. But if there are some good reasons that making a repair is not a wise choice, they will take the time to give you the options and let you make the decision. Heating Equipment Company is a Lennox premier dealer and has been for many years. They achieved this recognition from Lennox in part by maintaining the highest levels of customer satisfaction. Trust the heating and cooling company you hear on the Home Fix Show, Heating Equipment Company. Call now to set up an appointment for your new system quotation or to schedule service or tune-ups. 208-459-2212. That's 208-459-2212 for Heating Equipment Company. Making the decision to sell your home or buy a new one is very big. And when you choose your realtor, you want to know you're with a team that will be committed and with you for the complete process. Matt Bauscher has been voted the number one real estate agent in the Boise area and is the founding partner at Amherst Madison. For you, that means an incredible team of professionals that will help you reach your goal, respect your time, your family, and your desires. Look at current listings or read what Matt's clients have to say at BoucherRealEstate.com. In accordance with fair housing laws, Matt Boucher provides equal professional service without regard to race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familial status, national origin, favorite basketball team, or sexual orientation of any prospective client, customer, or the residents of any community. Reach Matt at BoucherRealEstate.com. Furniture has a special place in our homes and in our hearts. You can probably tell stories about many of the pieces in your house. Grandma used that table for years. Oh, how she loved it. Or dad built that bookcase when you were 10 years old and it's been with you ever since. Or maybe that chair was the best garage sale find of all time. For all of these memorable pieces of furniture, Furniture Medic is here to help when they need help. Scuffs, scrapes, water damage, scratches, pet damage, or a complete refinishing, Furniture Medic can not only make it look great again, but it will be done right and to your complete satisfaction, no doubt about it. There are cheap ways to fix things and it shows. That's not what we're talking about here. This is permanent. This is quality. This is beautiful. Contact Furniture Medic now for scheduling and a quote on repairs or restoration of your treasures for the coming years and perhaps even the next generation. Furniture Medic, 208-810-3254 or take a look at FurnitureMedic.com, 208-810-3254. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now, 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. 
It's Ask an Electrician Day with Dave from Consumer Electric and Cable. If you need Dave to come visit you or you just want to have that conversation with him, uh, he's always made himself available to myself, and I'm sure he will to you as a listener. He should be your electrician of choice. Tell him you listen to the Home Fix Show when you call him or you heard him here today. Uh, That goes a long way to putting a smile on his face. And uh, his number is 208 939 8333. And uh, I do appreciate how you honor business hours. You will not answer the phone early. You will not answer it late and you don't answer it on weekends. You've chose your hours and you have your family time and that's good. Uh, absolutely. It, and it goes to voicemail very well. Yes. <laughs> and you, but you do <laughs> check. If, if it's an emergency, I, I, yeah. I do check if it's an yeah. emergency. I Let's go to John in Meridian and talk with uh, John in Meridian <laughs> about electrical stuff. Hi, John. Hey, hey, Joe. Hey, Dave. Uh, this is John. Uh, I used to be your neighbor over uh, when I lived on Blacktail. You know, John and Kim, we moved to Meridian. Oh, hi. Hi, John. How are you? You know, you got a beautiful place over there. I, I love your house. Thanks, son. Listen, Andy, I wanted to ask you, you know, when we walked into the master bedroom, our master bathroom, and that light would go on that had that sensor in the ceiling, and those lights under the cabinet went on, right? Yes. So, so now... I had to unplug because it won't it won't shut off, and I un, undid it and I kind of looked on YouTube to kind of see, but I can't read that small whatever <laughs> writings in there to fix it. So, is there a fix or is it just worn out? I, I think it's just time to get a new occupancy sensor for that, John. Well, would I have to change the plug down below the cabinet or just the actual unit up on the ceiling? Just the unit on the ceiling. Yep. Now, is and it's that, just it should just be it should just be two wires in there. Um, as a matter of fact, some of them don't even use a ground, so it would only be two wires, but the ground would still be up in there. Is this the same thing like I have in my bathroom that it looks like a little half golf ball on a on the ceiling that it yeah. knows when we're there and uh-huh. turns on our nightlight thing in the shower? Yeah, and, just a little occupancy sensor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Dave, will I be able to do that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, if, I, I think you should probably turn off the breaker to it. Uh, at your electrical yeah. panel, and but yeah, yeah it should that. just be a couple of screws holding that up there and some wire nuts. Look at your wire yeah, nuts, yeah. make sure that they're still in good shape, and yeah, it's it's a pretty simple job. Okay, and just be careful on I, the ladder, John. Yeah, uh, you God, you know Kim won't even let me on the ladder. So sometimes anyway. the electrician fee looks very attractive compared to what uh, <laughs> Primary Health is going to charge you. <laughs> yeah, not a problem for me. I, Dave, come over anytime and have a beer afterwards. Anyway, <laughs> Dave. I, I, you, you know, know what? The, or a beer, I'll come over yeah. and do that for you. Hey, <laughs> okay, hey, no problem. Hey, John. I will call you. Anyway, I wanted to ask you, uh, you know on the outside patio where you put the ceiling fans out? Yes. Okay, so on the on the on uh, one of the um, guest bedrooms on the other side of the house, there's a, uh, a wall socket, right? Can I come and pull that and put a socket on the outside of the wall through that stucco? You might be able to extend uh, an outlet on that side um, from that outlet in the bedroom, yes. Yeah, that's what we were kind of talking about earlier, about coming off of a bedroom outlet box and putting a wire through to a new box on the outside of the house. As long as it's in the same stud bay, yeah. Yep. Okay, yeah, that'd be perfect. Okay. You know, Dave, I'll give you a call because, yeah, you know, I'm just... It'd be good to see you and Kim. Like to... It'd be good to see you and Kim again, John. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right, but I'll take care. All right. Bye. Thanks, John. Thanks for the call. 
Uh, we need to take our bottom of the hour break. We'll come back. We've got Doug and Meridian on the line, and you can be next after that. 208 336 3700. 208 336 3700. We'll be right back. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. We'll be right back. On News Talk KBOI. Solar Concepts of Idaho has been leading the daylighting revolution in Idaho since 1995 with SolarTube daylighting systems. SolarTubes reduce the need for electricity by bringing in natural Idaho sunlight anywhere inside your home or office. In just a few hours, you can completely change any dark space from dreary to bright and welcoming. All spaces are transformed by light. Closets, hallways, stairwells, workspaces, laundry rooms, and bathrooms. Natural daylight changes the way you feel about the under lit spaces in your home or office solar tubes from solar concepts of idaho install safely and securely in one day solar tube daylighting systems are energy efficient and eco-friendly bringing in twice as much light as other daylighting products and solar tubes are decorative heat and leak proof high performance fixtures that come in a variety of sizes and designs solar concepts of idaho idaho's only premier solar tube dealer Visit us at 2053 East Fairview Meridian or at solar-concepts.com. Painting is fun. You get to pick the colors, shop for the paint, get out all your tools and brushes, move furniture and put on your painting clothes and have at it. Seriously, there are a lot of people that enjoy painting and take great pride in what they do, and they do a good job. But sometimes you just want to turn this over to the pro, the painting pro. Brian, Ivy, Toby, and the team of professional painters at The Painting Pro will do a great job, handle all the coordination and details, and get it done quickly. That way, you can move on to your next project. Call The Painting Pro now to schedule your interior or exterior painting project. 208-378-4825. If you need help with color choices, they offer sample applications and consultations. The Painting Pro wants you to be very excited about the new look of your home. Call 208 308- 378-4825 to schedule an appointment for your quote. No painting project is too big or too small for the Painting Pro. 208-378-4825 or visit paintingpro.net to learn more about the best paint job you and your home could hope to have. 208-378-4825 or paintingpro.net. Roofs that have a very low amount of slope or maybe are even totally flat prove to be quite the challenge over time. Ice and snow in the winter and the baking sun of the summer will dry out membranes and coatings, resulting in cracks and then leaks. Precision Single Ply is the leader in repair and replacement of low slope and flat roofs. They have the most up-to-date products and flashing techniques to provide your structure with a quality, leak-free roof that, well, you can forget about again over time. They also offer annual inspection services to preemptively spot issues and repair them before they develop into bigger, more expensive problems. Precision Single Ply is looking for people to join their team of installers. And you can earn while you learn. If you need help with a low sloping or flat roof or are looking for a career in the roofing trade, call Precision Single Ply, 208-939-9979. That's 208 208- 939-9979. Hey guys, everyone knows we know how to fix everything perfectly. It's ingrained in our brains. We know everything about tools, electrical wiring, plumbing, housing codes, drywall, concrete, mm, granite flooring, solar panels, roofing, HVAC. Uh, just in case, you know, one of our buddies has a question, call Joe Prin now, 208 208- 336-3700. This is the Home Fix Show with Joe Prin on News Talk KBOI. 
And off to Marinian once again, and let's talk with our friend Doug. Good morning, Doug. Well, good morning. I, I missed your show last week. I was I went back east. I, I, um, I noticed that you weren't there. Your little light down here in the studio wasn't lit, and I thought, <laughs> I hope he's okay. Yeah, everything's good. Yeah, okay, good. I went to a, an award show. Nice. Um, first off, um, Dave did a good job on uh, replacing my light light bulb um, piece in the garage as my house hasn't burned down yet. <laughs> well, that's encouraging. That, what a testimonial. Oh, we got to write that up for, uh, for, for your, your business cards. My house hasn't burned down yet. <laughs> it's been a couple of years, too. Um, you did a good job. I appreciate it. Uh, the other, other thing is um, one of my buddies has a, is a, does electrical work. And the term short means a fire. Is it shorting your wiring means a fire? Okay. Is that true? Well, that's a good question. So if you, if you have something short out, does it's, it necessarily, is it going to create a flame? Well, that's, it's, uh, when it's, it's shorting out, it's going to create an arc. And arcs are very, very, very hot. Um, so arc, arc, you've heard of arc welding where you can, sure. you can weld yeah. with an arc. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. But, I, uh, but an ozone machine or a bug zapper is also arcing and that seems pretty safe when it's a, in the proper environment. So I'm, I'm guessing it all depends on that short as far as where it takes place or what causes it. Now, right. now in most modern electrical systems, if something shorts, Shouldn't there be protection on there that shuts down the power to that circuit? That's going to trip the breaker and break it has a short circuit protection to it. So that's that's exactly why we have breakers is to uh, to break to minimize, that circuit. Yeah, to break that circuit. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's what he always told me. He says, "I have a short of my wiring. Oh, where's the fire at? Uh, okay, now you explained it all. Thank you very much." Okay, now now hang on, because you just you just said something. Uh, he's saying he has a short in his wiring, so obviously something has quit working. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's easily easier to find that than a long in the wiring, because if you have the short in the wiring, then it's it's going to stop. But if you have the long in the wiring, it's just going to keep on going. <laughs> okay, there was an electrician joke there, and I just went right over my head. All right. All it right. Sounds like you said long. Uh, wait a minute, that sounds like a joke. <laughs> yeah, it. It, I I didn't. I, I I was I was being too. Too serious, sir. Oh, you got me, Dave. You got me. But it's very rare, is it not, Dave, for the actual wiring to create the problem. It's usually a connection between two wires or at a device or at a switch or something like that that the failure point is. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a failure. That's, you know, the weak link in the chain. And, and you're going to find that more, more than likely in the device or at the moving part or... The, the snagged part or something that's been run over or whatever. That doesn't always mean that it'll be a fire. No, no. And and okay. hopefully that a breaker is- would pop. I, I remember down at the church one time, down there, somebody had something plugged in and they walked by and it hit the cord somehow and yanked it out of the socket and everything we thought was fine. But then it was like two weeks later, they found that socket didn't work. Well, the process of the cord, you know, just yanking itself out of there sideways and up or whatever just broke something inside the outlet and it shorted out 
whatever that was right there, but it must have been pigtailed because nothing else went dead anywhere. No breakers popped, but that outlet killed itself. Yeah, and a lot of times a short will, will clear itself. So it might it's not going to oh. work anymore. But oh. yeah, let's say something shorts against a piece of metal was going to burn pack that piece of metal. It's also going to burn back the wire, and yes. it's no longer going to arc. But it's no it, longer going to work either. It's created a gap there by melting the metal around it. Right. So Ooh, that's fun stuff. That's where you can actually start having a problem is if it's movable. Yeah. Then it can create all these arcs. Ah, uh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Fire. Fire. <laughs> hey, Doug, thank you very much. Thanks for your call. Good to hear from you. Glad you're back in town. Kind of like a Tesla coil. <laughs> all right. I got a couple simple ones I got to ask you. Ask okay. an electrician. I go into, are we late for a break? Oh, we got another, oh, did I miss somebody? Oh, Larry, I'm sorry. Larry, let's go to Larry in Huntington and talk with Larry. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I got a bit of a puzzler, and hopefully I can properly explain it. But anyway, I have a, a power service, power panel, 200 amp service, and I have four subservices coming off of it two of them go to rv parking and one goes to a deck and one goes to a garage and anyway i wanted to upgrade the the one one of the rv places with a 30 amp plug-in and so i turned the breaker off and then i went up there and unhooked it and started working on it, and I needed a tool, so I went back to the garage, and nothing worked. So I went, I checked all, all the other uh, subservices, and none of those worked either. And so I was baffled. So I called uh, Idaho Power, and they came out, and then they come to the same conclusion I did. I had power at the panel and just no power going anywhere else. And so he put a load of 30 amp load on it and it worked fine on the on the the main panel. And so then I he didn't have any idea what was wrong. And so I was going to go ahead and call a, get a, a real electrician out there. And anyway, I went ahead and and finished my job of hooking up that 30-amp plug. And then I went back down to the garage, and out of habit, I just flipped the light switch on, and it worked. And so I went around and checked everything else, and everything else worked again. And I can't figure out why that was, what happened. That sounds like something is bridging through that outlet continuing the continuity of those circuits somehow that is that okay number one that's scary uh that when you hook something up like that that everything else starts working yeah it would almost give me an indication that um that there's some type of one of those reds or blacks or whites is reversed or hooked into the wrong part of a breaker somewhere and we're back feeding through all those other circuits somehow and yeah. we're grounding out something wrong yeah um this sounds like a fairly dangerous situation to me. Well, everything's working fine, just like like it's supposed to right now. I mean, 
Well, yeah, that's like going down the highway, though. Everything's working fine until you get in that head-on collision. Um, You know, it's fine until it's not. Yeah. Uh, I think you need to have somebody look at this, don't you, Dave? Well, if if it's in a series, then um, it's going to show some type of indication that uh, for voltage drop, if it's in a series, if it's in a parallel, then and you remove that outlet from the circuit, right? then it's feeding through that all that to make that parallel connection for everything else to work. I, I'm picturing like the string of Christmas lights. You take out the one bulb and everything goes dead, But so it's actually the bulb that's making the connection all the way through. Yeah, but that would be energy use, so you'd also have voltage loss on that. Right, that's so true. So you would see that voltage drop at the other panels or the other locations if you had something plugged into that. Well, but, if you had something plugged in, but if on that other RV plug or on the barn or the, the deck or whatever, nothing's being used or not, there's not enough power to make a difference, you'd never notice it. Right. Then it could be a serious, a serious problem, absolutely. I think we not only have a series problem, we have a serious problem, and a licensed electrician needs to come out and review this. Yeah, I, I think somebody over there in Huntington, you should give somebody a call that's close by you and, and see if you can. Do you know a guy? That, look do you, do you, don't you guys always get together for coffee? And uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not licensed in Oregon. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what to say with that with that one. Yeah, Larry, I think uh, that needs to be looked at because just because it's working doesn't you know doesn't mean it's right. So, uh, good call, good call. You you know what you got to do. You know what the right thing to do is. Uh, when we come back, Dennis in Melba is up next with Dave from Consumer Electric and Cable, right here on the Home Fix Show. The Home Fix Show with Joe Brin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. If you are looking to buy, sell, or tap into your equity, take a few minutes to visit with Terry Hefner and his team of professionals at Guild Mortgage. The local market has changed dramatically in recent years, and working with a pro that understands these conditions is critical. Terry and his team have been helping Idaho homeowners for nearly 30 years. Before you make any financial moves that involve your home, call Terry Hefner. Terry is a native Idahoan and is a second-generation real estate professional. When you work with Guild, you support a business that is passionate about our local economy. The Hefner Group at Guild Mortgage wants to create a positive loan experience and help you make the most informed decisions you can, especially for first-time homebuyers. There is a lot of confusing information out there, so let Terry Hefner help you. Call 208-599-8500 or visit terryhefner.com. Terry Hefner. NMLS 95796, company NMLS number 3274. Guild Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Don't let your tile grout get the best of you. Call Permatreat and things will get easier for you from here forward. When Permatreat arrives, they will start with a thorough deep cleaning and if needed, they can also repair any chipped or missing grout. Then comes the careful application of the Permatreat sealant, the last sealant you will ever need. While you're thinking about this, Permatreat also seals masonry and stone surfaces, backsplashes, patios, driveways, and sidewalks, and tinted or stained concrete. If you want to seal it and keep it stain-free and looking good, call Permatreat now to set up your free quote. 208-895-0000. That's not a typo. 208-895-0000. Permatreat is the way to avoid all the scrubbing, scraping, and nasty chemicals of trying to keep your grout lines clean. 
Imagine all the extra time you'll have, as well as a great-looking tile grout and sealed surfaces. Do you remember that phone number? 208-895-0000 for Permatreat. Buying a new house can be exciting as well as a little scary. To make sure you know what you're signing up for, have Randy Funk be your home inspector. Randy Funk Home Inspections has been providing fast, complete, and professional inspection reports to home buyers through housing market fast times and slow times because there is never a time when you should forego an inspection. Even if you found the perfect home and really, really want it, you should at minimum know all you can before you make the final decision. Real estate pros trust Randy to do good work, and so can you. You will quickly get a complete, detailed, easy-to-understand, and well-documented report. Take the small amount of time it takes to get a thorough, top-to-bottom, inside-and-out home inspection from Randy Funk Home Inspections, the leader in integrity and professionalism in the Treasure Valley. Visit HomeInspectorBoise.com or call 208-914-5793 for Randy Funk Home Inspections. That's HomeInspectorBoise.com or call 208-914-5793. Nothing beats the sounds and smells of a well-worn woodworking shop. There's just something special about it. You know it when you walk in. The same is true for your supplier of quality hardwoods and panels. High Desert Hardwood checks all those boxes. They have a massive selection of properly stored species of multiple thicknesses and widths. Not just a few picked over boards. You can sort and select and take as much time as you wish. Find that perfect board. Vision the end result. Nothing beats putting your hands on the material that will soon be a part of your life. Oh, and yeah, bring your gloves. The team at High Desert Hardwood in Eagle is ready to help you make those projects come to life, whether you are an artistic professional, a seasoned hobbyist, or an inquisitive beginner. Open Monday through Saturday at 1758 East State Street on the east end of Eagle. Or call 208-939-9366. High Desert is for woodworkers and is owned and operated by woodworkers. They understand this is special. Find it at High Desert Hardwood, 1758 East State Street in Eagle. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. And off to Melba. Let's chat with Dennis. Good morning, Dennis. Yeah, good morning, fellas. How are you doing? Doing good. Right. Thanks for your call. Uh, question. I have a, a, a six-year-old house that I had built, um, and uh, I've discovered a couple of light switches and an, at least one outlet that uh, doesn't Seem to go. The the outlet uh, doesn't work. Light switches don't turn anything on. How do I figure out uh, where that goes or what to do with it? Okay, your your phone was breaking up a little bit, so let me make sure I heard everything. Um, Six year old house, and you've got a couple of light right. switches uh, that when you or well, let's just say switches. We don't know that they're lights yet, but let's say switches that when you turn them right. on and off, you can't find what they do uh you also have an outlet that uh, appears not to be working at all is that correct uh, your, your phone's breaking up on me okay yes i'm sorry yeah I, I'm, I'm out here in melba and <laughs> i have to use a special no, wi-fi system yeah no that, 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 that's fine I, I think we got there so what do you think about this dave we've got a couple switches we don't know what they do 
Well, you know, uh, once again, investigative, but uh, a lot of times they'll put light switches in uh, strange places, and they might be used for um, holiday lighting that's out in the eaves. It could be planter shelf lighting that's up on top of the planter shelves that you might have somewhere. That's right. We've seen those outlet boxes that are put up there, and uh, you could plug something into it. If nothing's plugged into it, you wouldn't know if you're turning something on or off. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Um, as far as the well, outlet goes, I, I actually, I, I researched that and I found those switches and I, and I hmm. use those switches. So, so on so, these switches uh, that don't work, did you ever pull the switch out of the box and see if it's connected to anything? Uh, no, I have not done that. Uh, we just had a call that I talked to our, our friend Doug again in Meridian and he had, a a set of three switches. One turned on a, a, the light in the kitchen. One turns on a ceiling fan. The other one didn't do anything. And we determined that that's probably for a light kit on the ceiling fan, but he's using a remote control. So there's a switch there that's just not hooked up to anything. But oh, uh, okay. what, what else could it be, Dave? Could it be a, a power leg for a like an attic power attic ventilator uh that would normally be at a crawl space or in the ceiling where you know where the access hole where the scuttle not at the normal height of a light switch no not absolutely not so um i would say you what you what you've mentioned is probably the biggest uh thing that we find is you know if it's two switches on a wall and uh one of them doesn't work something it's in a bedroom the second one is probably for a fan light combination for separating those two so a a three wire like a fourteen three or a twelve three was ran into the box and up to the ceiling. And they're only using one switch leg though. Yeah, right. we're using one of the legs for the switch and the light, but the other one's just not being used right now. Yeah, that, that's what we normally see when we find a, a switch that's not being used. What about when an outlet okay. isn't working? Uh, yeah, that's kind of different to me. Sometimes there could be a, a loose wire or bad connection. Bad connection. Uh, something that maybe. Um, didn't get hooked up accidentally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a GFI outlet. It's just a regular outlet. So So I'll I'll ask the maybe obvious question again, uh, Dennis, have you pulled that cover plate off and pulled that outlet forward to see if it, if it is actually fully connected? No, I, I haven't uh, primarily because, uh, Electricity and me uh, don't agree with one another. So, <laughs> so there's a there's a little device. It's this yellow little cube thing that has a couple orange lights and a red light on it, and you can plug it into an outlet and see if things are hooked up right. Um, it, oh, it's a little yeah, tester. Okay. You know, they sell for about seven bucks for a good quality one and an electrician grade one, and you can plug that into an outlet. I would be tempted either that or take a lamp that you know works and plug it in. And then try those switches again. Maybe that's a switch for a switched outlet. Yeah, well, the, yeah, the switch is quite a ways from the outlet. Uh, okay. It doesn't work. Not None but of this is all in the same I, room together. Know. No, it's not. These are all in separate rooms. And, uh, in fact, I, I just found one of the reasons I called and hadn't called earlier is because I just ran across another light switch that I didn't even know was there. <laughs> and it doesn't work. So that's why I finally said, well, I need to try. And I, I called the electrician that yeah. put in the whole system mm-hmm. a, a couple of years ago. And, and basically he just, he didn't come back out. He didn't, he didn't want to come mess with it, I guess. Yeah. One year warranty. Yeah. I'm done by, <laughs> uh, yeah. get, get another, yeah, ele- get, yeah. get another electrician out there to, uh, to Melba and have them 
take a look at this. I got a feeling it's something pretty simple and straightforward. It sounds pretty straightforward. Right. It's just investigation to figure out what's yeah, going on. Yeah, it, but it's frustrating, though, isn't it? As, oh, it absolutely is. As a homeowner, when things don't work and then you just kind of get used to it and uh, always makes you wonder yeah. what, what's wrong in that. And, and uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks, Dennis. Thanks for your yeah, call. Thank you guys very much. Yep. Have a good blessed day. You too. Thanks for calling in. Uh, one thing we didn't get to talk about, Dave, and we've only got less than a minute, whole house, whole house surge suppression protectors. You installed one of those on my house. So uh, everything yeah. is protected. How important is that to retrofit to our homes? Well, uh, you know, as we put more and more devices in our homes that uh, all have electricity going through them, um, I think they're extremely important. I mean, and almost everything no has some kind of a circuit board inside it now. You know, every dimmer switch, every refrigerator, dishwasher, coffee maker, uh, modems, big are, screen, big screen TVs, all your computer stuff, everything. You know, so it, this is this is protects from any type of surges that come across their eighty thousand AIC volts. You yeah. know, of, of surge. So, yeah, it's quite a bit. Well, and it's a lot better than buying a whole bunch of those multiple outlet strips and plugging everything in because there's so much that you can't plug into those like a dishwasher the yeah, whole house a, surge protector would cover that hung tv or anything like that yeah now, whole house surge protector one one device right at your main panel and, and your house is pretty well protected and pretty good um pretty good warranties and insurances on those as far as uh them if they fail and not but, very expensive in my opinion either no, not for Dave, what they're protected. thank you for coming down we're out of time uh news coming up and thank you for being with us here on the home fix show today if you need to reach dave 208-939-8333 and you'll find them on the home fix resource directory Most people looking at bringing solar energy into their homes do not know there are two types of solar. There's photovoltaic solar panels, which generate electricity, and there is solar thermal that generates hot water. Hot water, you ask? Yes. If you can generate hot water with sun power, you don't need to pay a utility company for that energy. And if you have an all-electric home, that is a bunch of PV panels that you will not need to buy. There's also a lot of bad information circulating about solar, and many say it cannot work for us here in Idaho. Want to know the truth and not the hype so you can decide for yourself? Want an honest assessment and quote and not a sales and financing pitch? Call and talk to Carl Simpson at Renewable Energy Northwest LLC. Carl offers a free solar site visit where he will evaluate your home and lifestyle and discuss with you your options. 208-577-6537 or visit RenewableEnergyNWLLC.com. Also follow Renewable Energy Northwest LLC on Facebook. 208-577-6537. 